Hello, everybody. My name is Mark. My name is Alex. And this is The, the Shot, Shot Pod. Motherfuckers. All right. We did it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like it. That was good. We have a pride. Yo, yeah, it's funny because anybody who's listening can hear every week how we try to. <laughs> the last week was was oh, off, totally yeah, off. Yeah. It was like doo doo. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like a premature ejaculation. Of uh, it sounded like, uh, but anyways, episode fifty three. It was a fifty four. I think so. Yes. Well, hey, we should probably pay attention to yeah, this. We yeah. should start looking. We could go on our on our own page here and see which ones are out, knowing that we have one in the bank, yeah. and do the math. Should we do that? Would you guys like to see us see how unorganized we are live on the air? <laughs> we just have so many episodes right now. We're That's just... the good thing, though. <laughs> That's kind of the cool thing about it is that we do have so many fucking episodes up. Um, one of the things that I liked that you did. <laughs> the people watching on the on YouTube can totally see that I'm uh, we're doing this at the same time. It's fucking hilarious. But um, most people are we? You posted the Halloween episode from last year, and okay, the Remembrance so it's 53. Day. It is. This is fifty three. Yes. Okay. Well, what's how many are out? Fifty one's up. Fifty one's up. Fifty two will bank. be dropped, and so th this is fifty three. Yes. I get to bring back the Jamaican accent for this one. Come <laughs> on, it be episode fifty three, man. Fifty three up in here. Okay, I'm done now. That's the end of it. He left. Right. He's more yeah. Trini, I think. That's Trini Alex. What's his name? His name's Alexander. <laughs> Alexander. Alexander. Right, yeah. Alexander. Spilt with a K, man. <laughs> okay, anyways. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so yes, this... Happy uh, Remembrance Day to everybody. I yeah. saw the parades so, so and all that. So, this is going to be uh, a couple days after... Well, it, it's, it's after it's Remembrance being Day. being recorded a couple days after Remembrance Day. And Can I just think of November as like a remembrance month, like you know, kind of like how Halloween lasts for all of October. I do kind of feel like at least the first two or three weeks of, um, of November, I'm just in that like you know, remember the heroes war mode where you just try to be a good person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you in a similar boat? Uh, I I love Remembrance Day. Me too. Be because more than most people, like I think it's kind of like a just holiday for a lot of people, like family yeah. day. But it does it means something to me. Like I do. Give a fuck. Like when I look at my phone, and I see it. I go, oh fuck! And I think that day about some shit, and I I look stuff up. I think about my grandfather who used yeah. to go clean up the. Yeah, you you do your speech. I'll give mine when you're done. Okay, so Remembrance Day, I was actually at work, uh, and I was uh, cleaning some residentials. I'm a specialty cleaner. I clean carpets, upholstery, and uh, and stairs. Clean and all my carpets shit. anytime, baby. And uh, <laughs> and I was at work, and we were uh, cleaning tile. The, the one day and I had uh, an assistant named Brendan that day and we left and then I'm like, what, why are all these like cop cars around people in uniform? And I was like, Oh shit. It's Re remember. Day, day. Yeah. What time is it? 1146. Oh God damn. And my assistant's like, you know what? You know, if you really want to, I think like when we get to the next client's place and we're doing Ooh. work, we can do our own moment of silence. We'll so, do our, yeah, nothing wrong with that. But, the next account was a commercial account in a furniture store. So I didn't just want to go in there and be like, okay. And then like, somebody's like, yes, I'm going to, Hey, how you doing, Mark? Thanks for coming. You just stop, stare at the ground. They're like, Hey, are you here to, are you here to clean the, okay. Okay. What about now? Are you, Oh, okay. Okay. 
It's actually over here, the thing that we need cleaned. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, fuck's sake, you disrespectful cunt! Yeah, so that, that's uh, obviously why we couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, my um, remembrance day, well, I was asleep. I'll be honest. At 11 o'clock in the morning. So you were silent. I was yeah. as silently in bed next to my wonderful, beautiful little girlfriend that, I am, that, that hasn't left me yet. Right, I love it when we talk about my personal life on the podcast because then when my, my life falls apart and I listen back, it's like, oh yeah, I remember when things were like that. <laughs> so, anyways, I guess I'll just take the good when it's good. But yeah, no, we were past the fuck out. It was um last Sunday we recorded this podcast, and then I think I went home and continued to drink. I think. Oh okay. yeah, it wasn't a good decision. I think I was a little bit had a bit of a headache Monday morning. Just so everybody who's uh, who's actually able to see this on uh, YouTube, we I'm are. Not, so I'm not. I'm not. We are, let's. If you can see this on YouTube, can we just show the amount? How many times in this screenshot does the logo of Shot Pot appear? Circle all that apply. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four. You don't know, but it's actually tattooed on the side of my dick too. Oh. But you can't see that. No, I'm serious. I just think it's kind of funny. Like if you look at the shot, how much Shot Pod? It's like that. That. Did you know what you're watching? If you were wondering, it's, it's this. <laughs> yeah, it's like the shot pod threw up all over us because <laughs> we are the shot pod. I think so. that, that's so funny. But what, what I wanted to specify was anybody who's curious in YouTube and they're like, what is he like rolling a booger between his fingers? No, it's actually the glue dots that oh, are yeah, on we the do side that a of lot. the beer can. The glue dots on the side of the beer can, which do resemble, I think, in all ways, <laughs> fla uh, yeah. including flavor, probably, a booger, a disgusting, salty booger. And so you, we play, it's hard. This is why we picked our nose as children because then you could do what you were doing with that. Yeah. As adults, as soon as you hit, what, probably 15 or 16 and you have your first beer and you pick your first beer boogie off of it, you're like, well, I don't need to pick my nose anymore. I've got an, as long as I continue to, to, to purchase, to purchase wheat-based and barley-based alcohol, I will have an abundance of yeah, these, exactly. of these not my boogers to play with. Yeah. Like, I think it's great. Like uh, it, it no longer comes with the turtle killers. You know, those, those plastic. Yeah, they stop with the it's, turtle it's killers. Now, now. Also, I love when you see the, it's like, I, I like I'm into BDSM, but I'm broke. And it's her <laughs> wrist held to the, the bed frame, yeah. but with the fucking six pack <laughs> plastic. I'm like, bro, that's so me. Come here. <laughs> let me get this house coat tie and lasso it around your arm. Now bend over. Like I'm very lame. I'm, I, I, I'm take the, the bedroom seriously. Yeah. Seriously lame. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I've ruined three chargers that way. <laughs> <laughs> three chargers. Rip for wrist. Fucking we That's actually funny. Good for you guys. <laughs> you oh, my God. What's happened to your wrist? Oh, I just ruined a phone charger with it. Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> um... Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, because uh, it'll be old news by the time this airs, but like I played a gig for the first time in a while last night, and I played it as oh, the- Oh, dude, that's so yesterday. The one-man band gig. No, but we have to talk about- oh, cool. We have to talk about the story. No, 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 no. Oh, no? no. I just think it's funny. There was a super drunk girl that had come out to see a movie with me- like eight years ago. Yeah. And so she was grilling Mark trying to find it. She's like, is this the guy? Yeah. <laughs> and Mark's like, yeah, that's my buddy. So she showed this crazy girl shows up at the fucking bar. She's hammered. She got kicked out by the end of the night. It, the drummer in one of the bands that I booked, he, she was insulting his girlfriend. So she ended up like sw taking a swing at her out there. It was a fucking crazy night. And it was just really funny. Like it reminds me why I don't, do this anymore you know like yeah. why i don't play four gigs a month or well, 10 I mean, gigs two three gigs a week because there's always one drunk person that's just 
so fucked up that everybody is like monitoring. Well, them. okay, so think of like uh, bands when we were growing very up. Very supportive when I was sing- when I was doing my set though. Or drug- she was very supportive. But as soon as like, I was done playing, it was just too drunk. But I mean, like think of even the bands that I was in where I was like, yeah, I learned to play like fucking wasted so that I could still play and all that. Yeah, yeah, but. You, you I can't even picture that with you because you don't you, only, you drink when, when I come over, but I have not seen a, a wasted mark. Yeah, I don't think. But I mean, like you even see like Guns and Roses and shit, where where uh, Axl Rose was like an alcoholic and uh, all that. That's putting it lightly. A fifth of vodka before eight a.m. Yeah, after getting I mean, up from a heroin overdose. I mean, part of this stems from playing Sunday. shows all the time, and when you play shows all the time, you drink with your fans, you drink with your bandmates to have a good you drink, time. You drink, you drink, but, you drink. But nowadays. Guns and Roses. I mean, they might have one or two. And I that, don't think on, any on, of them can. I think they're all very because straight because they're all very recovered. They're all. Re- I'm pretty sure they probably have like there's no alcohol allowed in the venue in the back. Yeah. Because I know Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. He's an ex-alcoholic too, and he's touring with John Petrucci right now. And he f- has like a there's no alcohol allowed in the rider for anybody. Yeah. If he's on the tour, if anybody wants to drink, they will. They can go to like a bar section of the venue. Like, yeah. but he doesn't want in the rider when you go into the room with the cheese trays and the stuff for them and like their food there's to be no booze because but, they don't want to even want the temptation so i imagine gnr yeah very, very i mean that's that's kind of uh my point though is, is like when i was younger sure okay got drunk all the time now that i'm older i'm like yeah i'm not a kid anymore i don't i don't i care. will admit though i still needed two solid tall glasses of bud just to get over the nerves like i i hadn't played in a few months and it was the one man band so it wasn't like me up there banging on the drums doing something i'm ho- horribly overconfident in it was <laughs> i was well number one i picked a, it was a rock night yeah so one of the songs i did in my set for like my covers with the one man band where i have like the backtracks was tom sawyer yeah you can't fuck that up <laughs> okay so first off it's not a it's not that hard of a song i got a high girly voice <laughs> a modern day warrior mean means trying like it's not hard for me <laughs> i can pull that out when i play live i don't do it so over the top but i do sing it kind of <laughs> like that and people are like oh shit it sounds like gaily a little bit and and i hit the i got that distorted chorus flange guitar so they're like "Ooh, alex slice guitar tone you know i've impressed those all these bitches right away you yeah. know the music nerds in the crowd are like this is my fucking playing Rush with one guy on stage, and the girls or people that don't particularly like Prague are like, "I know this song, I hear it on the radio, oh my god!" <laughs> so everybody wins, right? So <laughs> I'm playing Tom. So- now I played it third. I was gonna open with it, and I was like, "Oh, that's not bad." Maybe open with like an instrumental and then do what I got because it's easy and then yeah. then do that. So I did Tom Sawyer, and, but and I, and for the most part I'm like it's not that tough. I can pull it out, but it's that fucking bridge. Like if you have had too much to drink or you're not on the ball or maybe you're distracted by a person in the crowd that's being an idiot or someone's throwing <laughs> something at you or whatever. If you get to that no 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 do 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 that yeah. little solo yeah. like and you're not in because it's that do 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 it's an Offbeat. What's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, it's seven. Do 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 do. Back on the one. Do 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 do. Back on the one. Yeah, it's a fucking seven beat with a six and there's a there's a few da na na na. Do 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 do. So that's a four four, I think. So we got seven eight or seven four for like three bars, then a bar of four, then a bar seven. And like I'm alone up there. It's just me. So, anyways, I got through it. It was okay. It's fucked up the squeal, but it was a pretty good thing. And then I did, um, I finished with load me up and people really dug that load me up by Matthew. Good. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't think so many people even care. Like if you said to people who here's a Matthew good fan, nobody in the place would have said anything. 
But then you play that bum 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 ba dum. <laughs> they play the riff. They're like, oh, I hear this on cue every day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, it was a cool set. It did kind of remind me of why I don't play anymore, though, because of the drunk people thing. But Simcoe Jazz and Blues has also got new ownership. New guy owns it. Yeah. And I seemed okay. I mean, it would have been nice to get my meal comped. I did fucking play, organize the show, and contribute to making the poster. Yeah. But, you know, I did still feel, I'd still pay. Did you get any compensation for it? Nothing. Really? Oh, I got, we got paid. No, we got paid. We oh, got paid. Okay. We got paid. We got paid. All we right. made, oh, is it tacky to talk about this? I feel like this is, and this is where I get, I feel strange as a person. Because I, as I want to hear, like if I was listening to the shot pod, I would want to hear those numbers. Would you make? I'd compare it to my own shows. You know what I mean? But what, it is cl- classless to talk about that was stuff. Was it more than two beer can certificates? Like Definitely. The, that you used to get at fucking the ashtray. To give you a rough perspective, every band went home with $75. And there was four bit, four slots. Okay. And so that was just, and that's not including the smoke machine we rented or any other payouts involved. Paying the door lady. Yeah. My mom, <laughs> my mom ran the door. She's <laughs> such a, she always kills it. And someone comes in and won't, doesn't want to pay. My mom will guilt trip you the fuck out. If, you if will you, pay. Oh, man. You just, will I picture, pay. I picture your mom as Will Ferrell in Grown Ups 2 going, yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> is. <laughs> my mom, that is that. That's her. Yeah, she'll throw hands at any motherfucker that doesn't have 10 bucks. <laughs> but she, uh, she, she ran door, but we, you know, you got to pay everybody. You got to pay everybody. Um, so we all, all four bands managed to go home with like 75 bucks, which is, which I think is nice. Yeah. A pretty good night, you know, and a bunch of beer and food got written off on other bills. So anyways, um, Simcoe Jazz and Blues, it's, it, it had a better vibe in it than yeah. I've, I've, you know, I, I did not like, you know me, I, I'll be real. Like, I don't like that venue flat out. I, 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 I'm not a big fan just because of the experiences I've had, but it was a good night. The other thing I liked about it is, you know how it's always kind of dim and dingy in there? Yeah. It wasn't. It was well lit, and it was it was loud, and it was vibrant. It was lively. It, even though it was cold and the garage doors were closed, they didn't have the front open, it was still bright and lively, and the serve, you know, people were getting served. That's my biggest problem there. My friends want to get drunk. They can't because you're sober by the time somebody fucking gets you a beer. That I, I drives me nuts, so, but it wasn't like that. It was very good. I had so nothing bad to say. I want I want to point something out and I want to bring something up to, to somebody that you know uh, so if you're in a band and you're asking your friends for support to come out and, uh, and and show their support okay ask them once and it's like oh okay cool you know whether you can or can't that's it that should be the end of it I had some people that canceled out on me the day before I was pretty disappointed but, in it, you know. but I, I, I know somebody who's it is a Saturday night how much more fucking accessible can I make re- my show re- Saturday night on Simcoe Street in Oshawa who repetitively asks let me guess you're busy right let me like, guess you. Okay, so you're going to talk to me condescendingly in hopes that I'll I'll come out and say, "No, you know what? You know, I'll be there." No. No, no. If you're going to be so condescending to me, it's going to be like, "Nah, you know what? I just no. I support my friends, my close friends, and I wanted to go last night, but I uh, couldn't cuz I was working till 8:30." Well, so. it's just I I that stuff's different. Like what drives me nuts is when it's like people my people my friends with 9 to 5 jobs. You know, like, what the fuck? I know you're not working on Saturday. I know people specifically that just were like, no, I'm going to another show. I'll be honest, man. If I'm going to an, a, a show that's like just some band or, you know, my buddy's plan, I'll be like, yeah, I'll check out my buddy and then I'll go to the show. Like, you know, what I try to do both or flat out just support local instead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of hard. Everyone gets all mad about how the music scene's dead, but none of y'all want to go out and support it. 
It's fucking pathetic. It really is. Like I'm out here booking gigs and but, trying my best and giving a fuck and and arguing with bands and watching people beat their girlfriends up in the parking lot. Like I'm try I'm out here in the in the mix. But what, I, but, but what I'm saying is. I'll go ahead and support my friends. The people I'm not, who I'm not who bitching about people like with. you. I'm talking about people that are like, no, I'm just not going to go. Or instead of going to the local show, they drove to Toronto and went to a show. No, but but what I'm saying is, I'll support my friends and and people who uh, who no have made like a serious impact on my life. But if I don't really know you. I mean, I, I, I'll give anyone, I, I disagree. I'll give anyone a chance. If even if somebody who's an acquaintance is like, we check my band out, I'll be like, what are they called? What do you guys play? And if it's anything, even within the realm, if it's like, Oh, we're like a hip hop thing. It's like, yeah, I like some hip hop. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, it's a hard rock thing. Is it a lot of yelling? Yeah. If it's a lot of scream, if it's just one, two, three, if it's like that, I, if then I'm, I probably won't come. But if it's anything other than that, like, which a lot of it is, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I will come to a single performance. Yeah, but after but, the single performance, if you're not on my list of oh, this is a good local band, then I've given the support I'm going to give. I'm not digging it as much as I thought I would, and that's the end of it. But on that note, you go to more shows than I do. Like I'm, I'm like once in a blue moon. Yeah, but you got go. kids and shit too. Yeah. See, I got no children. Right? Yeah. And if I but, did, I'd sell them to go to shows. <laughs> no, I just mean like I just well, like more specifically the Blink One Eighty Two. I don't know if you could afford that if you sold your kids. You might need. Oh, you like, could. Like, oh, you can get like seven hundred dollars for a kid under three years old if you sell them to Cambodia. Ah, uh, so nosebleeds. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying you've got two though, so just you know, and then fine. I don't know. Sell your girl. You probably walk away with a thousand bucks between the three of them. <laughs> two kids and a wife. Now I get to go to Blink. I don't know who I'm going with, but <laughs> I am going. <laughs> Are we talking about human trafficking so we can check out Tom sing out of key for two hours? Yeah. Because I don't know. I saw that. I love that he owns it. Don't get me wrong. I respect Tom DeLong more yeah. than anything. I, I respect him, but I will talk shit. Like he's my buddy and he's here across the street from me or just across the seat from me as if he was on the show. And here's, uh, did you see the video that he posts where even he can't sing yeah. nowhere? Are yeah, you? Yeah. It's cute and adorable that he's like, and he's smiling when he's doing it, right? In this very, in the Tom way, like, look, how, look what I can do, right? It's, yeah. it's like it was a very Stuart. Look what I can do. Well, well, so the, the recording comes on. Where are you? And he goes, Where are, where are you? Where are you? And he just like shakes his yeah. head. He's like, I can't do it. See, but there's something to be said about the age of people too. So are we gonna like, go see that? Like that's what I'm saying. Though. You, who's gonna pay to see that? Well, I mean, he's got that new album. So, uh, like, if they're touring the new album, sure. But they got to drop that album before they. Are start they not going to play "I Miss You"? Because I'm pretty sure that's the biggest single they ever released. <laughs> so he's got to have to eventually sing that part out of key for you. Yeah. My question is, and I'm looking forward to seeing footage of this. This is why I probably won't go because I will just. I might go. I might go, but I, I probably won't go. And there, because I'll, I will look up footage when they first start touring, and then I will catch a a a a, a video that somebody takes on their phone and I'll figure out the whole show. I'll be like, okay, so they're tuning the whole show down and it sounds good. Or I'll be like, they're playing everything in standard still and it's uh, fucking horrible. Yeah, they, I'll know right need, away. They need to tune down. And but they just, don't. But they not, don't. Yeah, not just for Tom's sake. Also for, for Mark. Mark's sake. I'm with oh you. Oh my God. He, he never <laughs> used to. Now, I will argue that Mark <clears throat> held out Longer cancer might have done him in the cancer because cancer really affects your throat. Well, no, because before the cancer, when he did that Lincoln Park thing, it was like, oh, you're oh, reaching. The Lincoln Park thing was bad, but I'm just saying, like, seeing them play their own songs was never a stretch. Yeah, but if you see Mark play his own songs now, it's like it's a stretch. Oh, man. I also I started. I started uh, recently re-listening to California. Oh yeah? yeah, I haven't listened to it since it was cool. Since it was cool, because they won't play anything from any of that. But, no, but uh, there, there were a couple songs on there that I actually really. I did love enjoy. that record. Uh, but 
I mean, the first I was, song. I was walking around, <laughs> and Tamara was like, "Are you sure?" that there's not something going on because I was going around singing, I want to see some naked dudes. That's why I bought, bought That's why this, I built pool. this pool. <laughs> and she's like, is there something you? you're not telling me? And it was just stuck in my head all day. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I want to see some naked dudes. And it's like, okay, I, I got to get that song out of my head. So then, so then you think of, well, there's something about you. I can't, I just can't put my finger in. Or, 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 or then we can go. What is it? What is it? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. What about that one? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one too. And now I have to make this episode restricted, but I'm, I always do that anyway. So. <laughs> well, it's not really, I mean, is that a cover? Technically. No, it's, it's theirs. Not, but I don't no, think it's no, ever I been was, registered. I was, I was referring to I don't think they've ever the written. vulgarity that just came out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, because we don't swear on no, ShotPod no. fucking ever. <laughs> Hardly ever. Didn't we have a whole episode where the first 40 minutes was about rape? <laughs> I fucking heard that like a, like a week, like six episodes ago. I listened back to that episode actually not too long ago, by the way. And I would just like to once again compliment our us <laughs> on how well we take sensitive topics and make them entertaining and funny, but also keep the seriousness. Like There yeah. was moments that were good. I love that we can do that um i still haven't listened back to that suicide episode that we did though where i was talking about my buddy oh man you listen to it and like we both get emotional i didn't listen back to it because it's been it's just i have i just don't think it's a good idea right now but i i, I want to i want to because i want to see if we pulled off the same approach where we take a serious topic and we try yeah. to make it light because that's i love that we do that i kind of feel like that's our mo like if somebody like you with, with the business cards when it's like a relatable podcast and like when someone's just like well what are you and we, we used to say well we're kind of movies entertainment politics basically what's relevant in the world right now. But that's not really true because we talk about nostalgia in the 90s yeah. and we go back and do historic episodes and talk about history and the World War and everything all the time. So to really to, to really encapsulate what we do, I believe it's take serious topics and make them light. That's that's what we, in, in its core, whether it's a rape <laughs> or whether it's the Second World War or whether it's the current gold reserve, federal reserve, what's going on with Russia, China, or whether it's Blink-182 tickets being too expensive for you to afford without selling parts of your body. We, we're taking a topic that might be sensitive or hard to talk about and make it fun. I think that's our main thing. There's no topic you could give us that we couldn't turn a, turn a little giggle on. I, I'm confident in saying it. that we, There's right. nothing that we couldn't cover that we could you know, touch on the seriousness of it, give opinions, and then make it funny. No matter yeah. how sensitive or kind of gross or whatever or how personal or psychological it is i really do because we do yeah. a lot of mental illness talk too fuck man we we we, we did on all the uh, fighting for your kids all these topics but yet we're generally a light fun podcast yet the topics when you look back they're fun if you just look at the topics sometimes in our titles that you put you think we were like fucking oprah you think we were <laughs> you think this was like a, an oprah ripoff show you know, you really fucking would, but uh, Oprah, but with Star Wars fans, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I wanted to ask. I was going to say like what? Oprah, but I mean, I'm sure she eats enough of those. <laughs> she looks like she eats enough whatever. <laughs> anyways. No. So, so I wanted to talk about one thing that we did touch on uh, a couple episodes ago. Uh, now, in episode 51, I went on about women, makeup, and eyebrows. It was a whole thing. Oh, yes, I remember so, so I want to do the flip side here. So I've mentioned I'm the bald guy with the dad bod. I'm 40 years old. Nothing flattering about me, but 
That's yeah. kind of my point. Yeah, he, he's just beating them off with a stick somehow. <laughs> but, I mean, that that's my point. Is like women will wear makeup to feel pretty, to build their own self-esteem and feel confident. And should someone think, hey, why should Mark shit on that? Who is he? I just wanted to point out, I don't think of myself as being anybody special. You know? Oh, you got to keep in mind, the shot pod is too fucking dudes who've been used up and tossed aside <laughs> by women so much like we are we are the shit in your underwear ladies that is what that that's why you can't take anything we're saying about you painting your eyebrows on seriously because yeah. our opinions mean fuck all nothing yeah. you know we're talking about two dudes that if we fuck a seven we're like hey i fucked a seven look at me go yeah. i'm fucking out of my league you know yeah. like we're that's how we are yeah so you know you can't take it too seriously but so, as a man though i got to admit we do reserve the right to laugh at women for doing silly yeah. things like that. So, the same way they could laugh at us oh yeah. for walking down the street in a pair of track pants and itching our dick the way you do that thing where you're like, damn, my dick is stuck too much. Like, there it is. Now it's off now. <laughs> they all see us do it. And I, you know how many, I've had women when I flat out come up to me and be like, can you not do that? And I've looked and then I'll do it aggressively. I'll be like, do you want to smell my <laughs> Michael hand? Michael Scott, I'm going to scratch even harder now. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to smell my hand when I'm done? Right? And then they, yeah, they walk away quickly. Like, I'm yeah. just really mean about that stuff. But yeah, we, we, we can be ripped on the same way. Yeah. So, so like that, that's kind of my point is that like yeah okay I'm still insecure about being bald I don't like the belly I've got but I'm not in denial I just think of like ah oh, this is what I got to work with. You posted a <laughs> funny hilarious meme. It was the what my girl sees as soon as I'm done like after you bust and it was the guy from Monsters oh, Inc. Yeah, yeah. from the back naked. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, yeah. and and it just Tamara she made a comment like hey or not it's not like that bad or whatever and I just thought it was so adorable the exchange <laughs> of him being like yep because like yeah. In essence, even a hot girl, like a really pretty girl, if you do it properly and she's limping to the bathroom and using the wall for stability to get there, <laughs> we all look like you guys, even the hottest, most beautiful hourglass girl in the world yeah. with her messed up hair, her sticky back and her not walking straight legs <laughs> looks like shit on her way in runny makeup on her way to the bathroom to clean up after what we've just done. There's, you know what I mean? That's just the way it is. Yeah. You don't look good when you're done. Yeah. After you have come, you are, you probably look the worst you're going to look because you're just it's a, you're in the state of euphoria. So I'm not <laughs> judging anybody on that shit at all. At all. Yeah. So uh, so this here it will actually segue to what we were talking about in the car in regards to musicians and and, and girls and stuff. So what I wanted to say is, um, so yeah, like when I look at myself, honestly, I, I don't think like, oh, okay, you know, I, I'm no, I'm nothing special. I've, I I mean what. Can I offer I, other than my my own? Which is why it means so much more to us, I think, when we do get a compliment too. Because, like, just for instance, last night I got to the excuse me, I, <clears throat> I'm good now. Okay, I got to the bar, and she's like, "Hey, what's up?" So I just took a picture of me drinking a beer. Like, let's go, like, get over here, let's have a drink, kind of thing. And she's like, "Oh, there's my handsome man." Like that meant the world to me yeah. that she would say that. I figured she'd just say, oh, hey, babe, or hey, what's up? Like, I don't really think that much of myself, really, and not in that context, yeah. definitely. That, that made the absolute world. And the fact that Tamara made the comment and was like, oh, it's not that bad, you're so cute, or she said something on your comment. Oh, yeah. I know that that made your day because, like, we don't have that confidence. We don't walk around and have people whistling at us. We don't have, we're not beating anybody off with a stick. We're just yeah. old fucking dad bod dudes that are, for the most part, miserable. Like, even if we were pretty from the neck down, the miserable look on our face from work you're not the, no no girl's gonna be like oh he looks like he wants to flirt like we look we, we're pretty miserable yeah. so I, I it does mean a lot when girls 
throw that little, oh, hey, it's over. So, hey, I mean, cutie, I think your butt is cute when we leave the yeah. room. I, I, it means the world to us. Because we don't get that. We don't. She'll, we don't, grab, she'll grab my butt and be like, oh, yeah. like your That's butt. a compliment, and, too. And You're then, walking out of the room, you get a little ass slap. Don't you feel like a million dollars? Well, she'll be Just like. Just because she was looking at she'll it. She'll be like, I like your butt. And I'm like, you mean back? <laughs> All I got is a back. <laughs> I just said, wow, I have is a back. <laughs> yes, baby got back, Mark. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Sorry. So uh, so I, what? my point was. When uh, women or people of the fair sex are are making are, are goozing themselves up to make themselves feel pretty, okay, y- you got to think people on the opposite side of the spectrum are just like, well, this is what I got, you know. So it's like, well, what else can I bring to the table? And the reason why I'm bringing this up is uh, because being a musician. Everybody's like, oh my God, you can, oh, ooh, ah, ah. And so like. So tell me, so you've had an example. No, no, no. So so, tell me some examples of, 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 uh. Of a situation. Well, have you played a gig and had girls be like, oh my God, like, I I love you so much. I want your babies. Like, what are you doing after the show? Because I, I, I hate that. (laughs) Yeah. But when Tamara does it, she hung around after the show. Right. I just, I just, I don't know about you. I just get annoyed. I I get flattered annoyed. The, uh, I mean, we've had, uh, like the bands that I've been in, we've had, uh, women come up and say, can you sign my titties? We've had like, that's all right. We've had other women just like, Hey, look, that's all right too. Oh, so it, it, it makes me feel like Tom from Blink where he's like, boobies. I was li- I was just listening to that. He's just like, hey guys, there's something seriously wrong with my dick. Is- hey, boobies. <laughs> then they start another song. And when the day ends, I'm sure she feels sorrow. The lonely guy I am, I like to watch her change. Yeah. Then he sings a whole song about watching girls change through their yeah. window and their dad's catching you, coming up and beating you up. Yeah. She caught me once, but I don't think that she cares now. Unlike before, her view is now blocked by a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck writes songs like this? God bless Tom. God bless Tom. <laughs> I love that song. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. So what we were talking about in the car was the whole, like, being the musician and have women's kind of, women kind of flaunt I, over it. And I just compared like, oh, it no. to being a hot girl. Yeah. I said, so, like, I have a friend of mine. Uh, I'll, I'll name names. I don't give a fuck. My friend Destiny is is a very good looking girl. And we've had this talk a bunch of times where it's like, it's really, really like she, and when I say good looking, I mean like, like supermodel level. And I wouldn't wish it on any girl. I feel like the girl I'm dating right now is kind of on that, that same level too, but she's super bitchy. So she chases him off. She still gets the mad bombardment, but very good at saying, get the fuck out of here. So you know what I mean? Whereas uh, not every girl's like that. Destiny's quirky and weird. And and has a hugely hard time getting through the the bombardment, the fucking huge, you know, pile of dudes that are just like, you're hot, I want to bang you. And I feel like as a musician, we get the same thing. It's like there's this big pile of, oh, the, anybody who saw me play that song and sing it well or whatever, it's just like, oh, I want to fuck that guy. So now we've got to siphon through the girls that are just there for that, I guess, talent dick, we'll call it. <laughs> the same way we were there for the hot pussy. Hey, give me some of that hot pussy. Oh, would you like some of this talent, Dick? Here it is. All of yeah. its talent in your face. Now go home. You know what I mean? It's it's annoying because they don't value us. They don't give a fuck about who we are. And me being crazy and you being as sensitive as you are, when they get through the musician part to the crazy or the sensitivity part, they're probably going to be like, well, you're just sensitive. Or you're too loud and crazy. Or you're the-. We all know how it's going to end. We know how it's going to end because we know our fault, fault, faults. The same way the hot girls are like, I know I'm an 11, but wait till I talk. <laughs> or wait till I cook or wait till you meet my son who's a hellion or whatever it is that the let's be honest most hot girls there's a reason they're hot and single yeah right so anyways all i'm saying is is 
I I empathize, and that's why I do empathize with with really good looking women, or even like a really good looking dude. I got really good looking dude friends that are, you know, they walk in and every girl wants to woo them because they're tall and they've got tattoos and they just look like <laughs> they have the look. And I boom, mean, I mean, in and, my and, head, and, and they get annoyed. In my head, as you're describing this, I, I'm the just Ronnie Radke looking guys. There's a bunch of them out there these days. I'm just days. picturing in my head the, the the salt and pepper song. Oh my goodness! Uh, oh look at him! Oh, he's coming this way! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I fucking love that <laughs> but yeah i the, the whole idea of being a good musician is it's it is uh it is a great way to attract women when you're young and then by the time you're even a quarter century old you're like fuck this was a bad idea but i gotta say when playing i get more out of music for myself than i i, I and then i ever did but i gotta say playing on stage and having having a guy come up to me and say like oh man that, that was really good thanks i've Man, I I, I, I blush. I, I honestly, I'm kind oh of. Oh my god! Is this a weird thing to admit? I get, and is it? Oh, this is sex. I'm gonna say some sexist shit now. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. ready to get mad, ladies. Yeah. Are you ready to get mad? It's because I value his opinion more than hers. Oh, oh. and why? The but why? Well, I value his opinion more because if he says. I really liked your show. It's probably because he was analyzing the music. Maybe he saw the equipment we were using. He's probably watching what my hand. He's, he's, he's not necessarily after that. Dude. He's, you know, he's probably not. <laughs> he's probably legitimately just like you are another person. And I would like to compliment you on your art. Yeah. If it's a girl legitimately complimenting you on your art, it's still a hard read. You might look, she might be like, I really enjoyed your music. I like the orchestral parts. Like I had girls come up to me for my original shit, which I is not girl music at all. And go, I really, even though it's not very accessible, I really liked the, the orchestra and the piano and the, and the softer parts. And even when it was heavy, they were, those parts were still there. It really kept my interest. And I'm like, thank you. But in the back of my head, I'm like, she just wants this dick. <laughs> have you ever received, you know what I mean? have you ever received any weird compliments? Like, yeah. At, about your music? Yeah. Uh, the weirdest compliment I ever had is, your music is so good, you should go somewhere else to play it. <laughs> that was, I was like, oh, what? Is that and like it, a backhanded compliment? It like, was. <laughs> they were like, if you could get to Japan or Germany, you'd probably already be signed. But yeah. nobody gives a sweet fuck about what you're, that type of stuff here. But, well, you, but true, you're on like, the level you need to be at yeah. to make it. But nobody likes this music here, so it's a shame. So play it somewhere else. That was their advice. For me, I, I heard. What about you? For me, I heard. I want to fuck your vocal cords. I so it's fuck like. Your so it's like. Cords. It's not you. It's just the sound that you make that okay, I want. On that level, I had one time I was playing a show at Johnny B's and Whippy, the old Johnny B's. Yeah. And uh, there's footage of them of some guy took footage and it just scoops over to the stage and I'm taking my pedal board apart because this is before I had a board yeah. and I'm unplugging everything. And the guy's like, "Bro, my face is melting." That's all. <laughs> and that, that was the ultimate compliment. Some dude said, "My face is melting," and I'm just like, "Yeah." You're fucking welcome, bro. I was uh, that was that that was our, one of our first shows, and the first couple songs we played had so many sweet arpeggios in them. The whole fucking songs just like me doing a chugga chugga on the B string, and then <laughs> so it's just all the sixteen year old kids who were there were just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that just I knew how to get the sixteen year old kids into the band. Yeah. We had a hot girl singing and playing piano, and we had me shredding guitar. Everybody, I, 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 I still to this day don't understand how we didn't go somewhere. <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah. Apparently, the Canadian music industry wants you to sound like Billy Talent. That's the only way. Like literally, the Billy Talent and uh, Down with Webster are like the only two bands that you can rip off and go anywhere in this country. If you don't sound like them, you're going nowhere. Look at Trouble Charger. They didn't go anywhere, and they're amazing. They're yeah. a fucking awesome band. 
went nowhere. Psalm 41 went somewhere, but why? Because they went to the States. We were talking about Three Days Grace had to do the same thing, go to the States to actually go somewhere. They got signed by EMI, nobody gave, and then EMI got bought by Jive in the States. They blew up, millions sold. Yeah. But as a Canadian band on EMI, nobody fucking cared. Yeah. Anyway, we did we we kind of got off topic there. Bottom line is, is girls, if you think that if, um, yeah, <laughs> if you think a dude is talented, say, I'm not trying to fuck you, but I liked your band. Yeah, that's how you should say there you it. Go. I, and and I'm gonna. You know, this is this is the this I is mean, why I have a soft spot for female musicians though. You, like you ever have a girl like a band show up and a girl's fronting it. And maybe she plays guitar too. Maybe not. Doesn't matter. But she's just giving her. She's just singing. She's you know jumping in time with the transitions and stuff. And you're like, that for me. <laughs> like the girl I'm with now, she plays acoustic and sings. And I'll remember the first couple times she came over and she's just like strumming around, str- strumming her guitar and singing uh, "Save Your Scissors" and and some other stuff from City and Color. I was just like, "Fuck! I don't have enough underwear for this. Can you stop playing? <laughs> yeah. Like it's uh, it's the biggest turn on. A girl could deep throat my dick to the point where their face is turned blue, and it is not as much of a compliment or as or as much of a turn on as a girl just ripping a tune well and yeah. singing it. it. It is a huge turn on. Well, uh, f- from being younger, uh, I loved looking at women playing." instruments i i fucking P- piano love that. specifically no, I love no, no 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 i'm not or anything I, no no any anything really so like the bassist of uh white zombie the or the, the uh, basis of cold chamber the basis of smashing, smashing pumpkins. pumpkins um i was gonna say um for me it was arch enemy yeah. i fucking loved to watch oh, arch enemy even, even recently i guess the announcement came out that flyleaf <laughs> is back oh, shit i was just gonna say <laughs> did you hear lacy storm has yeah. fucking rejoined flyleaf holy cunts and bitches fucking christ yes the fucking stars have aligned you said this was a a, a dirty a, a vulgar episode so i'm <laughs> yeah. just keeping the keeping it up i'll put the theme all right, all right, i yeah. am so fucking excited now she had a little girl this is the weird they the way they ended Oh yeah, is this a fly? Okay, we're into fly leaf talk now. <laughs> okay, so when Lacey left in 2012, I believe it was, they had just made a record called New Horizons. And it had a song called Fire, Fire. If you have not fucking heard this song, go get right now. This is, pause the shot, this is the part where you pause the shot pod. Now you're minimizing the window. Now you're opening up YouTube and you're searching Fire, Fire by Flyleaf, okay? It's fucking, it's one of the best songs they ever did. And it was a, it's a great record. And the song New Horizons was a single. And they didn't tour it. She broke, she left the band. She, they're like, the album dropped on Tuesday and on Wednesday, they're like, Lacey's gone. She's not in the band anymore. She's got a kid she wants to focus on. And she's having a hard time singing all these songs about drug addiction and about her old life. Yeah. And not being in the old life. She's got a husband. She's got a kid. Like she's Lacey completely 360'd herself from a suicidal drug addict to a successful woman musician with a family. So, and she did that right before the band started. Yeah. So for her, she was having a hard time singing a song like all around you, all around me from the first record because they're specifically about wanting to kill yourself and, and where she was at that time. And, and it was just, she's like, I'm not there anymore. I can't sing those songs with the passion I used to. And I don't want to sing them because I need to get out of that headspace so I can continue and keep my family in a positive spot. I don't need to relapse. I don't need to fuck this up. I can't fuck this kid up. Now the kid's probably five or six, right? Six, seven years old. This is 2012. So we're, oh, fuck, it's almost 10. Yeah. Goddamn fucking thing's 10. You guys in grade three. <laughs> the goddamn thing's She's in ten. grade fucking three, this kid, or grade four. So fuck her. I'm on tour. Here we go. I love, I like when musicians yeah. do that, though. They, they have the kid, they take the years, and then it's a nice, okay, they're coming back. I hope she writes a great record with them, and they, I, dude, I will, we have to go. 
You have never <laughs> fucking seen a show until you, I'm telling you, until you've seen, maybe she doesn't have it anymore because she's kind of older. Maybe she won't be the way she used to be. But the show I saw at Family Values 2006, I saw them in 06, opening for corn. I never knew who they were. I, how often do you go to a concert, see a band you've never heard of, and go buy the album, and or or, or you immediately know you like them? Not often. A live show's hard, especially yeah. a big one at, a, at like the amphitheater. So I was there to see Evanescence, and I believe Corn. I think it was Corn and Evanescence on this 06 one. I, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I know it was Corn. And they come out, and I just remember Bert, this big giant bass player. He's seven feet fucking tall. He looked emo as fuck. He looked like he should have been an MCR. He looked like he should have been an MCR. Black makeup, black emo cut. Yeah. Comes out and he starts that. That distorted, chunky bass room. And I was like, okay. And then little Lacey comes out in a little skirt. In her little, she got a little skirt and tights. She looks like she should be in a great six fucking Christmas play. Yeah. This girl, okay? And she grabs the mic, you know, I will break into your thoughts. And you're like, oh, okay, there's a girl in the band. It's a pretty girl band. Okay. <laughs> and then she sings, <laughs> with what's written on my heart. And you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then she's like, I will break. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? What was that? Her? And you're looking. You're like, Bert must be doing backup vocals, or the or the brown guitar player guy. He's doing backup <laughs> vocals. Nope, those bitches don't have a mic. There's no mic. What about the drummer? Let me look real hard. The drummer? No, the, nobody has a mic in this band. But her, she's doing that. It changed my fucking changed the whole way I thought about music. And then she would jump, get up on the on Bert's shoulders, and jump off of them into the fucking pit. Oh, oh nice. and then she crawled up. Their bass cabs were very tall. Like, she's not a big girl. So it was even weirder to see her up on them. <laughs> so Bert would get up on them, and he's six, seven foot. So he'd come, and, and he'd jump off his bass cab, and you'd, you'd think he was going to, the whole stage would collapse under him. Then yeah. she'd crawl up like, I could do it too. And she's so tiny. And they would do, like, jump across the stage on each other. It was so, it was intense. Cool. Number one, the live show changed the way I thought about live music. I was like, I, I didn't know you could be that cool, like, that emotional live. It was very John Davis- Amy Lee level of like she cries on stage she flat out cries on stage like she's in a little ball when she's doing certain songs and then on the more happy songs like all around me she's spinning around like it's just crazy it's an emotional experience to see yeah. and the music itself with all the delay and the love of effects it just grabbed me I was hooked from the fucking beginning of I'm So Sick to the end of the show when they did All Around Me. I've never had a band sink the claws in in a live show so deep and so quick. Now, nobody. And I mean, I, I saw Dream Theater and I'd only heard two songs and I saw them at Massey Hall and all I heard was As I Am and This Dying Soul and I saw them play the whole their whole record and Change of Seasons. Still didn't sink in the way this one did. Like, I took me, a, I had to go home and discover Dream Theater on my own after they inspired me to like them. Flyleaf didn't need me to go home and buy the record. That Their performance alone sold me on how good they were. Yeah. So I would love to take you. I would love to, to bring you to see them because I think, you know, we'll listen to the stuff so you know what they're going to play and you're familiar with the material. But I think that you would get a lot out of the live show. I know you're a live guy. You, you bank a lot on live performance and I think you get a lot out of it. I mean, live performance, as long... As long as it sounds good, because we talk. Oh, about they, that's what I'm saying too. Is yeah, like because we they do for me to to love them that much based on just the live. It has to be a crispy, clear show. Yeah. There can't be a lot of distortion, and her yelling has to be very. It has to be everything has to be in its place. So, so I, otherwise, I, it would just sound like noise. I recently watched a video of White Zombie uh, performing. And Rob Zombie's literally jumping around the stage. Yeah, you can't hear it. And it's like, fuck, you're not even fucking singing the words at this point because you're too busy jumping around. Yeah. And by the time you stop, you're like... 
I see a lot okay, of that. Like, fuck. Okay, I want to hear the song that you're there to perform. I know you want to perform, but you got you got to play the song. There's a blend, right? There's like, I don't know if John Davis from Corn is still pulling it off, but I think that he had the ultimate um, ability to jump around and go crazy physically enough that it was entertaining to watch and that you could tell he was into it, but not enough that it took away from his vocal. He never, if, if he had a, if he had to do the, are you ready? You know, he would build it and then he would take those riffs. Now he's yeah. headbanging. Dun, 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 That's when he takes his time because he can, he can give that performance. When it's time for that verse with those whole notes, he's, Still, like he doesn't want to take away from the vocal because he wants it to sound good. I think he was good like that. Maybe Robin should sit down with John. Because like, Rob's been doing this just as long, if not longer. Yeah. Actually longer than John. Yeah. But uh, John's the guy to to, to mimic with that. Um, who's another one? Uh, that fucking, uh, what's it called? The drowning pool guy. Now he's the opposite. That's a guy who's too concerned with the vocal performance. There's nothing interesting about it watching him live. It's boring. He should. He, he, <laughs> you could take a nap and just listen, and it would be better than watching Disturbed. They're the worst live band I've fucking ever seen because he's just so boring. Drowning Pool or Disturbed? Oh, sorry, Disturbed. Disturbed is what I'm talking disturbed, about. Did okay. I say Drowning Pool? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> don't smoke marijuana, kids. That's the guy. That, marijuana kills brain cells. It also stimulates the growth of other ones by killing the ones that are kind of at the bottom of the barrel. So figure it out on uh, your own. Okay, <laughs> all right. I saw the commercial with like the wire cutters and the and the and the brain well, yeah. the wires and the. Actually, funny you say this. I saw a meme this week and it said, uh, "Name something from when you're from your childhood that's no longer true." Yeah. And I said marijuana was bad. Okay. Yeah. And I posted a picture of Mr. Mackey because it was such a focused million dollar, billion dollar propaganda yeah. in Canada specifically. Don't do drugs. Don't hang out with your friends. Who is it? Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. Hey, kids, don't get marijuana from your friends at school. Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey, everybody, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog here. Don't let your teacher touch you in an inappropriate place. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that name? It's a me. It's a Mario from the Super Mario <laughs> Show. Uh, if your babysitter touches you in a pee-pee and you don't like it, then tell your mommy. Every fucking two seconds was a PSA. I am Homer Simpson, you know. You shouldn't smoke weed. Like, <laughs> it's not the guy that drinks like 12,000 beers per episode. Anyways, you know what I mean? The, it was just every, uh, hi, I'm Bert, and this is my brother Bert, and we're here to tell you to stay alert and stay safe. <laughs> Remember these fucking guys? Stay, alert, stay, stay safe. <laughs> Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Like, it might look good to eat. Like, it <laughs> like a muffin or a beat. Like, what the fuck? There was so much millions of dollars in propaganda and sets and scripts and TV and bullshit just dedicated to us being like, do what you're told, don't take drugs. And then Justin Trudeau makes it legal in 2016. 100% legal for anybody above the age of 18 to purchase, consume, and even overdose if you feel like it on THC and CBD products in this yeah. country. That's what I, that's what, that's well, fucking, that's mean, fucked up though, Mark. Yeah. Think I, of the money that went into convincing us it was bad. Then they just gave it to us for fucking free. Yeah. But like the, the weird thing though is. Why waste 20 years telling us it's bad? Trying to. Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, but trying to influence anybody. One, uh, it, it can't really be done because. But because do, do you think they much, would learn? But it becomes very much like Michael Scott saying like, oh, I'm just going to do this harder now. Right. 
Yeah, but, right. th- but that's why I'm just saying, like, that's a perfect example of the government saying to a seven-year-old kid, don't do drugs. And then 20 years later, that seven-year-old is 27 and he's now legally buying marijuana. And it's the only reason that he's probably getting through that day. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, So, I mean, it'd be different if it was like President Truman back in the day when you weren't alive saying don't, and now, yeah. Yeah. But in the same lifespan, you hear like, don't do it. And you're like, fuck that. But so that's just government. It's just the government saying, we want, we're going to tell you what to do because it's a lot. We don't want you basically to have a tax-free substance. We don't want you to to, to smoke something that gives you any relief from anything tax-free. Yeah. So they find a way to tax it make it make it legal when are they gonna clue in that telling us not to do stuff doesn't fucking work that's my point well, i mean how many examples they're, they're, of society saying no thank you government there, there's enough gohards though that that will be like sure there wasn't with weed yeah there was enough gohards for it not against it yeah they, they gave up that's what it's, my point is it's just like they're always picking their battles with us and like so we'll give them we'll get it we'll get vaxxed, but I want my weed. Like we're so <laughs> fu- unfocused in how we should be telling the government not to push us around. I think it's great that our generation was told not to smoke weed, and our generation is a big part of why it's legal. Yeah. Because we didn't give a fuck. It's so weird. So yesterday when I was at work just to talk well, we gave a fuck. We gave I I I'll take that back. We gave enough fucks to sh- to prove to them on through many, many studies that it's not bad for you. Yeah. So yesterday at work, we were talking about um, the the fact that uh, the creator of penicillin, uh, he wanted penicillin to be free. And I, I was just watching an episode of House. They were talking about this yeah. exact fucking so, thing. So they wanted penicillin to be free, but the government took charge and, and is charging for it. However, your vaccine is free. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? You know, penicillin cures like. Well, I'm pretty sure penicillin was what cured the Black Plague when it came out. It was like <laughs> the beginnings of that discovery. Also, like I just think it's pretty funny that like, uh, what did it treat? What was what I can't was remember? It? But yeah, the Black Plague was like a very common thing that we all we we get over in a day now. But back yeah. then, it wiped out half the population. It wasn't a cold, but it, I'm pretty sure it was like a form of strep or something. I don't know, but I remember. Yeah, it was before. And penicillin was the big yay. Penicillin and amoxicillin, I believe. Uh, it, it it created uh, to uh, treat throat infections, meningitis, syphilis, and other. Meningitis bacteria. is a big yeah. motherfucker. That was a killer back in the day. Now it's a always oh, got meningitis. You know, put them on this drip for a day. You know, but back in the day, yeah, that was a that was a death sentence. So, anyways, I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, but the, yeah, the very first thing was strep throat, streptococcal septic. And what a lot of people don't know is that what the government did is they patented the parts of penicillin. And then in 10 years, when the patent was up, they modified one of the ingredients, said that old penicillin doesn't work anymore. They marketed this. They propagated this, and it was proven wrong, and nobody likes to talk about this, but you can look this up. They said that penicillin was no longer good, that you needed the new one, the one that was patented, so that people would continue buying the new stuff. And this was in like, this is like 100 years. This is a long time ago. We're We're talking about the only source of news at the time would have been a newspaper so you know it took about 10 years before they went wait a minute they keep repatenting and changing single ingredients ingredients that are not important ingredients like caffeine and sugar things that just made it process through your body quicker but didn't actually clear up anything any differently yeah and that's how they continue to make money by lying to people and telling them that the old ones didn't work even though it's still penicillin yeah that's like that's our government that's our government that that was 100 years ago you know what I mean? Like, cause there's money and now people, and people are like, Oh, but there's vaccines. It's gotta be about health and safety. It can't be about money. It's a hundred years ago. It was about money. I remember being a kid. Medicine 
kind of tasted good. Now that I'm a grown up, I'm like, nope. And penicillin tasted like bananas. Yeah, that's like, oh, a yeah. that's a moxicillin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's delicious. Yeah. I used to drink the whole bottle and my mom would yell at me. She'd go, where'd your medicine go? I'm like, I just fucking got up in the night and drank it. Spent, uh, spent an hour and a half trying to get the lid off. Doctors so uh, good. used to prescribe something called Novahistine DH. And I used to get this grape flavored Novahistine DH. And now that's, it's very rare to get that because it has highly addictive properties. So you mix it with grape flavor. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> Give me some of that grape. Wait, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, what, hey, grape hey, soda? Hey, no, no, no. Hey, man. No, no. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, I just want to... Grape Nova You got any grape Nova Histi? Yeah. You know, just... You need a fucking... Hey, man! <laughs> there, and there was another one called... Or- I need my grape histamine, man! Was, you right fucking now. <laughs> there was another one called walk, walk or, Ornade that was also for uh, stuffed up noses, and that one tasted like fucking McDonald's orange drink. I can taste a moxicillin right now. <laughs> That tasty banana aftertaste. And it was foamy, too. It was a weird viscosity. It was a weird viscous in your mouth. I never shook none of that (laughs) stuff. I don't even shake milk now. I get a thing of milk and I just open it. And people are like, you're crazy. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Leave that sediment on the bottom. It means the last drink is strongest. That's good. That's where all the pulp rests. I'll take it. I don't understand this shake it before you drink it bullshit. That means that the first taste is the least flavorful and the last taste is the most flavorful. That sounds like a winner to me. I'm down. I want, I want everybody to try something. I want you to try to shake your milk like a Polaroid picture. and see, Shake it? and see, shake, shake it, it? Shake it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, <doesn't>... ladies. <laughs> no, 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 ladies. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, 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 all right. Now, fellas. Sorry, are we are we done with this now? Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why has the government been propagating that certain medications are bad for so long, and then they're like, "Oh, never mind those those medications are good." This is and this is where I I look at like people that are like rule abiders, and I just look at them and I'll be like, "So, I don't know the exact date. Let's pretend it was February fifteenth, twenty sixteen. That's the date I'm making up. That's the date marijuana was legal. Okay, I made it okay. up. So it's February fifteenth. The day before, the marijuana is legal. The day before. And you have, what's the legal amount you're allowed to have on you? Uh, like six grams? I thought it was three. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not too worried about the law, to be honest. But anyways, let's say it's three. <laughs> so I have three grams of marijuana on me on the February 15th, and I get caught with it. And I get arrested, and I go to jail. And then on the 16th, it's legal to have three grams on you at all times. You're not being excused. There are people out there that believe the person who got caught on the 15th fucked up and it's their problem and that they should do the time. And to those people, I want to hang you in the town square and beat you like a pinata (laughs) with a fucking baseball bat until you bleed out of your toes. That's what I want. While you're alive, you have to be alive during the whole thing. We'll hang you from your shoulders. I don't like you. So You're this an idiot. Is apparently, the the vulgar. I just don't get it. Oh, well, well, what, tell market. me you're not on the side of people that are like, well, the guy there called the fifteenth, what a piece of shit. But the guy on the sixteenth that's smoking, like he's okay. There's no difference with these people. Well, Their lifestyle choices and who they are as human beings is nothing. It's just your dumb fucking law that you made. That a group of rich people that have really only interests are taking your money sat in a room and went, "This is what we're going to do." And then, so on day A, day A, you're a bad guy. On day B, it's okay. 
You're yeah. the same person, but for well, some reason, in the eyes of the law, you're a big. It's a big. Who you are in the eyes of the of the state is night and day on the fifteenth and the sixteenth. This is what I don't get. This is why I don't believe in government and state and all this bullshit. Because yeah. it never used to be like this. I I like government. I like regulation. We talk about this all the time. I love regulation, but that you're not regulating things by by doing that. No, you're just coming up with new ways to keep us in our own little prisons. You're just making sure the bars are so thin we can't see. That's where I have a problem. That's where I draw the line. I liked that they made marijuana legal, but now it's been seven years or something. It's been five or six years. Where are all the shitloads of people in jail for marijuana-related arrests being let go? Like, why isn't this all being acquitted and gotten rid of? That yeah. I still don't see it. It's still a problem. There's people... Uh, it's so, a huge issue. So Biden came out recently, uh, a couple months. Bigger problem than the States. Uh, yeah. Uh, a couple months before the midterms, uh, like, I don't know, it's September, he, he released a bunch of people on marijuana-related charges. Thinking that this was his big fucking like, hey, yeah, you should you should vote for the Democrats because we're we're pro these. And it's like, okay, but you're doing that a couple months before the, the midterms. Yeah. The, so far, the entire time that you've been in office, you haven't you haven't done that at all, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> well, well, um, we're doing the best for Americans. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what, what, was, uh, the, what uh, was the question, Mr. Biden? Mr. Biden, back here, back here. What? Come back. Come back. Uh, Can what? you stop? What? What? No, no, you're about to walk off the stage. Oh shit! He went off the stage. Oh fuck! Get the get. How many clones do we have left? Two? <laughs> Only two? You guys better make another one. These two aren't going to last for the rest of this term. Oh, if you don't come, I might can have I get, to take the reins. Can I get subject four, please? Can I subject four, seven C? POTUS? POTUS subject four. POTUS subject four. Put, sub him in. Sub him in. Yeah, yeah. Make sure uh, you... I, I have to warn you. I have to warn you. He, he doesn't have good balance. Yeah. We, that were, one, we were still trying to tweak The first his. one kept walking off stages. This one tends to just trail off while he talks. Yeah, about his, uh, his equilibrium... His equilibrium isn't it fine-tuned yet. So while he's standing at the podium talking, he'll just teeter <laughs> yeah. left and right, really <laughs> ominously, yeah. left and right. No, I want to say. And then so uh, the, I, I just want to address the nation. So everybody out there that's watching Joe Biden live is like, yeah, that's definitely not Joe Biden. <laughs> the Joe Biden that walked off stage has died, and this is the new one. This is yeah. the equilibrium problem, Joe Biden. Yeah. What's wrong with uh, POTUS Subject 5? What's his issue? Oh, blind. Oh, that's not good. We wouldn't be able to cover that up. Yeah. No, oh. that wouldn't go well at all. Make another one. Yep, get subject six going. Anyways, uh, what's next on the agenda, guys? <laughs> These are the meetings in the fucking White House basement. Sorry, the Pentagon basement. Okay, how many floors under does the Pentagon? I'm sure the number they release is a lie, but I think they say 50 floors, I believe. Is that a correct number? I could be wrong. I hey, Google, how many floors does the Pentagon have? That's above ground. That's the above ground part. Hey, Google, how many floors does the Pentagon have underground? <laughs> With potatoes. Right? Uh, it, didn't, it didn't listen that time. But now I need to know. Now I need to know. <laughs> oh, like 54 floors? Uh, it's got five floors. Above ground. I mean, it's not very high above the ground. We saw this, the footage from, God damn it. I think because I only have 3%, my phone's really fucked up. How many floors? I need to know. There's a lot of them. <laughs> it's going to be a crazy number you watch. Uh-oh. I'm lying. 
I think this is bullshit. The Wikipedia page says there's two floors underground. <laughs> I thought it was a big... Okay, so there's got to be one elevator that goes like thousands and thousands of meters down now, to this yeah, one. Thousands of meters down. Now on second floor. Oh. Guy, right? Okay. It is a second basement, but it's 500 feet below the Earth's <laughs> crust is all I'm saying, okay? And yeah. in that room, they're like... Do we have POTUS number six on oh, call? Fucking Biden going in there very much like uh, Maxwell Smart. Bum, 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 no, I picture it like this. You, I, It's been a while since I've done this, but I was I wanted to watch some Star Wars. But like I said, I'm convinced I'm going to get this girl to watch the new, my new watcher with me. So I watch the sequels for fun. And there's a scene, I think, in Last Jedi. No, in Rise of Skywalker, where they see all the Snokes in the test tubes, the cloned Snokes. Do you know what I'm talking about? When they get to the Exegol? So they get to the, the bad planet, and I picture I picture there's like a, a lab of Bidens like that. That's how I. It's <laughs> like <laughs> decrepit Biden in, in a t- in a tube. You walk up to the tube and it's quiet. It's like eyes are closed, and you touch the tube and it just opens. And it's like help me, right? Just, yeah. I picture and there's just, there's like baby Biden. There's a black Biden that looks like Barack and Biden together. <laughs> They're like we weren't sure where the timeline was going, so we just started fucking around. <laughs> Hillary and Biden. Biden combos like a Hillary Biden oh fucking clone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like abortion is so bad. <laughs> like, oh my god, fuck that would. That, there's a lab like this, and it's 52 stories under the Pentagon. I fucking yeah. guarantee it. Oh, well, all of a sudden the, the shot pods just disappear, just gone. <laughs> just have, have you guys heard of the new episode of the shot pod? What's the shot pod? I've never heard of that. We're just erased <laughs> on all yeah. platforms. Yeah, we know about the chamber. Yeah. Uh, like Joseph faint, Biden faint, and the Chamber of Secrets. Faint, <laughs> faint remnants of the shot pod will still exist because in the background, when anybody talks about it, you'll hear with a zero, with a zero, with a zero. <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the what shot? Was that? Did you hear the wind? <laughs> hey, you guys. Uh, right. You guys uh, remember the shot pod? With a zero, zero. zero. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, so I, I do want to talk about uh, a lot of, uh, well, the Negaverse. Sh- right. Shitter. Right. Twitter. Yep. So uh, so I Twitter, mean, which is still owned by Elon, and he's just slashing CEOs and oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. kinds it's, of it's important been, people yeah, out of the board. So he's actually come out to say like- How do you feel about this? Though, like, I want to know what, how, what do you think it's good? Like, oh, you're like, course. yeah, go, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know anything about Twitter. So, so uh- what I want to bring up here, so Alan Richson, I, I was a big fan of his, you know, and I've mentioned a few times now that when it comes down to celebrities taking stances against shit, it drives me nuts. Just stick to your craft. And just yeah. Do, just yeah, do what yeah. you do. We don't so, care about whether you support abortion because you made, uh, you know, a good movie about casinos. So Alan Richson, he's, he's more active on Instagram than he is Twitter. And so he wasn't very active on Twitter, but he recently released a video. IG slut, we'll call him. Yeah. But he recently released a video on Twitter. Uh, in regards to Elon Musk buying it out, and he posted this really long story that he was reading about some of the uh, about uh, this kingdom and some of the wine glasses had been poisoned and blah blah blah. Who cares? I'd love to poison a wine glass. So, that sounds fun. So he said, Elon. They're I- just sipping away. Ha ha ha! I don't feel so well. Oh, just keep. You should sink some more wine. I'm sure it will help. Oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just sitting there. Excellent, Smithers. <laughs> So he said Elon's idea of free speech gives everyone the opportunity for hate speech as if Twitter... I love that. I love leftists that say free speech means hate speech. 
Yeah. That's my favorite. Unfortunately, I hate to say this. This is going to blow your mind, leftists. Hate speech is still part of free speech. Yeah. It really is. If a guy wants to sit in the town square and say, kill all the blacks, he's allowed. That's not, not saying you should go kill them. Just saying he's allowed to do that. Maybe a black guy comes up and knocks him the fuck out for saying it. That's uh, on him. Yeah, you, you know go. what I mean? That's yeah. that's consequence for your yeah. actions. Let these fucking idiots, these these people that have hate speech in their in their hearts, give them enough rope to hang themselves, and they will. They yeah. will hang themselves every time. But by saying you don't get the rope at all, you're hanging yourself. Yeah. So so that's so that's kind of uh, where he started going with this speech. So he says. Uh, Far leftists got to call out, point the finger at, and get accounts banned by reporting fake bullshit to suit their needs. And it's why in earlier episodes I called it the shitterverse and the negaverse. It's one of the worst. We don't have online. high opinions of Twitter so, on yeah. this show. So Elon buys it and finally. Someone, we do like Elon though. Yeah. And finally somebody's able to actually talk back to those shitting on others. And then, uh, so Alan Richardson goes on to bitch about the $8 a month for the blue check mark, saying that anybody can impersonate him. But there, there are ways around this. Like, if you click the little check mark, it'll say, like, okay, this person subscribes, so he's an official person. Whereas, like, the celebrities, it'll say, uh, this guy is the official guy as per news, government, and press. This, to me, is also a big part of society has become too retarded for the technology. And I mean retarded with a cap, with a hard R, with a hard R. We we, have become too retarded for our own technology. We we talked about that uh, when it came down to algorithms. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was a good episode. I've listened back to that conversation. It was fucking clever. Go back in episode 49, I believe it was. Or uh, maybe. Either way, um, we need we need the uh, the wiki shot pod guy here to be like, actually, that was episode 48, minute 147, when you began talking about... Anyways, we need that guy. But yeah. um, what was my point? I don't, I, whatever. I don't think I had much of a point there. You continue with your point. So, uh, okay, so uh, it'll tell you what the individual is verified by when you click on that oh, little Oh, yeah, the check little mark. check mark. I yeah. was going to say, we've become so retarded, like... You you should have a if you're on Twitter if you're a, a capable of downloading the app and owning a, a piece of technology that can hold the application you should be capable of discerning whether the person with the checkmark is real or not look at yeah. what they follow look at what they've posted see how long they've been on just look and discern for yourself if you can't which because I'm gonna say it's it, it is it's kind of like trying to talk an old person through remote assistance on their computer so- or talking them through restarting windows it can be difficult so right now there uh prior to all this fucking checkmark shit going on there's a, a satire justin trudeau account that is j at j-u-s-t-n no i trudeau okay. and and they, and they use a picture of trudeau and every time i see something come up that uh that says like oh yeah i just uh used up all this oil and fuel to fly to the g7 summit in this country and fly back so he, and, and oh, this guy's awesome and i'm increasing the price of gas for you guys i'm like like right away i'm like that motherfucker oh this is satire never mind never mind it is satire but it's not though because he's been <laughs> yeah. stating facts yeah yeah if justin wasn't such a fucking snake he'd be <laughs> posting those tweets like if justin was a true if this was a if this was a movie a fictitious universe movie <laughs> 
Justin would post that stuff to let the people know how much yeah. he owns them. Yeah. Like in in fictitious movies, they post stuff like "I'm going to burn all this fuel while increasing your taxes." Ha ha! Enjoy. <laughs> in a movie, they say that, and all the people go, "Did you hear what Emperor Palpatine posted on Twitter? We should rise up and start a rebellion." But in real life, they don't fucking post that shit. You have to figure it out yourself, like that guy is. Yeah. Otherwise, the rebellions never start. I love that that guy's doing that. Yeah. So, uh, so Alan Richard was saying uh, he want he wants people, all people, to have a voice, but he doesn't. But he clearly doesn't because he wants people who spread quote misinformation banned. Now, I put misinformation in quotes because the actual scientific data behind a certain virus still isn't covered by mainstream media. So, as far as Hollywood knows, anyone who is talking about the fact that you have a higher chance of having an adverse reaction to the poke than you do of be, being hospitalized with COVID is spreading misinformation. Now, I mentioned this a couple times that celebrities who are going woke or are preaching the stupid shit, I, I can't support. It's a fucking shame because I loved Reacher and that's that's his newer... Yeah. Yeah, and season two uh, is being filmed as it stands. I feel like Obi-Wan right now. You were the chosen one! You were supposed to just stick to your projects, not come out and join the far left hearing oh, no, anti-everybody no. rhetoric. That's what Obi-Wan said to Anakin, right? Exactly that. Exactly that. Don't underestimate my power, they said. And he said, you were supposed... Yeah, that exact speech. Yeah. And then at the end of that speech, they just turned to him and went, I hate you. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. So, uh, so and, and he replied, I loved you. Yeah. You were my... Oh, dude, you're making me sad. You can't fucking quote Revenge of the Sith, man. It gets me every time. I can... I can... I can picture... Oh, his... Like, honest to God. Does he know how good his acting is? I think so. Because you said... you Did you ever do that thing I showed you where they were watching that scene on a big screen? Yeah, yeah. Anik, did you see that? Yeah. And he goes, you did warn me. <laughs> and then he says, if I had a dollar for every time yeah. I got to... I hate that they kind of made it a... It was a good moment and I'm, I enjoyed it. But I felt like it should have been more emotional. I felt like they should have went, man, we killed this scene. I felt like they should have almost complimented. They should have sat back and really went, man, George edited this really well. Yeah. And we killed this performance. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like they should have taken a step back and went, we made the sequels with this scene. This is the scene that takes those three movies, takes all the Jar Jar Binks and all the, the, the stupid shit that people didn't like and the bad scripts, I don't like sand, whatever you want to complain about <laughs> and made it okay, was this scene. This is the scene that redeemed us. I, I felt like I just wanted more from them. Yeah. I, when they showed a picture of Hayden and Ewan watching the scene, I just wanted more. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go continue. So so Facebook, Back to politics. Facebook, sorry. Uh, Meta, they set a new record. Also, I've noticed that Meta is just fucking with your stuff a lot now. Like, yeah. you can't do a lot that you used to. Oh, yeah, to. yeah, yeah. So uh, they set a new record, and that record is laying off uh, the most employees, and they laid off 11,000 Facebook employees. 11,000? 11,000. Mark Zuckerberg is on video saying it was a difficult decision, but he ultimately was the one to make the call. <laughs> I wish we had rolled the camera with the face he made. Like, so, so Facebook stocks dropped and Mark's net worth went down by $71 billion. $71 billion? Yeah. So that's my, insane. My heart's going. What's out. he worth if he can lose that much? I have no idea. Yeah, like that's scary. So my heart's go out to the ones who are now unemployed. But is it horrible of me to hope it's all of the Facebook fact checkers? 
Well, those, <laughs> just like Tom says, George Orwell called them thought police. Yeah. We call them fact checkers. Yeah. I hope they get hit by a bus leaving the building. <laughs> yeah. I go. I give no fucks. And and for their job hunt, does that mean Mr. Zuckerberg has to give out eleven thousand references? I was going to say that's a busy phone. Yeah, he's going to need more than one line. Yeah. Like fuck, man. Yeah. Can you imagine though, eleven thousand Americans, na- Americans, right, in California, yeah. all without a job? Yeah. That's not, dude. California's hurting. Yeah. Now you're gonna take eleven thousand middle class people with mortgages, kids, houses, and, f- and and little mouths to feed, and you're gonna make them jobless in an economy where there's lots of jobs, but not to pay like yeah. Facebook. Do you think these motherfuckers are gonna be flipping burgers for six seventy five an hour in California? You can't pay for a mortgage with that. Do you think his uh, references would be genuine or would they sound robotic? I mean, he already sounds robotic. I yeah, I get this weird feeling that like when you <laughs> called, they'd be like, "Oh, hello, Mr. Zuckerberg." Yes. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he'll include the stipulation that in order for any employer to get a reference from Zuck, they have to join him in the metaverse that only has a population of thirty-eight. Right. There's only thirty-eight <laughs> people that. Yeah, there's thirty-eight people that that use like different ser- services and all that. So like, uh, they're taking the. Uh, the studies of the data of whatever program is being used. And they're trying to say like, no, it's a lot more, but it's like, no, it's these 38 people using this for this much time yeah. and that for that much time. And yeah, it was only 38. <laughs> so maybe, maybe those employers that are like, uh, Hey, we want to know, uh, should we hire this guy? What kind of worker is this guy? And, and then Zuckerberg's like, meet me in the metaverse. Yeah. That's how he's going to... Yeah. Oh, 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 the metaverse all of a sudden got 39. Oh, oh, now it's at 11,039. Yeah, right? (laughs) I don't understand the world anymore. It's like people don't realize the wolves being pulled over their eyes. Oh, okay. Well, like that you can see, they're just like, all right, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I can't see now. But no, you know, oops. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I still... Love Facebook. I don't give a fuck. It, it serves its purpose for me. Yep. All I see on my feed is ShotPod related things. Anybody in my immediate Cobbett family who's either in the hospital or has had a kid who is dead or is sick or is doing good or whose kid had a graduation. Uh, my music friends who are putting on shows at the Atria and other local places. A lot of Star and Wars memes. All Star Wars memes <laughs> for years. Let's see. Let's see how many scrolls I have to do before I find one. Here we go. Here I am. Open up Facebook, click the little house. It's the first thing. It's the first thing. I don't even have to scroll. That was a master and the meme, from Luke. And the meme is, it's not a very good one. It's the, it's the Palpatine electrocuting Vader at the very end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And he says, Father, please. And uh, I'll grant you the rank of master. And then all of a sudden, Vader picks up Pal. So the reason Vader through Palpatine into the, the vat is because force ghost Windu said, I'll make you master. That's the joke on this. Yeah. Meme. I wouldn't share it. It's not that good, but it's the number one thing. And then what's number two, the second thing that comes up on my feed, Sonic, Sonic frontiers. And the third thing pictures from my gig last night yeah. <laughs> from my buddy, Matt. Hey, there I am there. Look at me go. Yeah. We had a good chance. Where my shot pod March. I did talk about us on stage too. Nice. I always talk about shot pod. So <sighs> we talking about, uh, Wait, a zero. <laughs> Talking about uh, corruption, one of the biggest things that's uh, being talked about on Twitter right now is, uh, do you know what FTX is? Yes, yes, I've heard about this, the, but the, tell the people the, who don't the, fucking know what's so up. So FTX is a cryptocurrency. It's, yeah. it's, it's a And they just filed big bankruptcy claim, big, big chapter 11. Yeah, and, uh, and guess who had $95 million invested into it? <sighs> the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan? 
filed ninety uh, invested ninety five million dollars into the failed cryptocurrency. You know, Tom Brady platform. invested two hundred and ninety or uh, sixty million into it and lost it all. Eh? Yeah, Brady's. Uh, I only heard about the only reason I know about it is because of Brady. I didn't know the teachers, the Durham, Ontario teachers, Ontario yeah. teachers. Bro, I got to be real with you right now, okay? And I know you girls are out there. I know you guys and girls are out there, and I'm talking to you right now. Okay, listen up. Hey, sit down. Shut up. Listen. Why are you a teacher? Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop going to university and being teachers. Don't teach kids anymore. Stop it. We need to create a hole in that job because it's not appreciated. You're not appreciated. It's a hard job and I respect what you do. You're raising the youth of tomorrow to think for themselves, to be independent people, to take out mortgages, to 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 take this democracy to the next generation and make it as great as it used to be. That's your job. It's fucking important. And I, I of all people understand the importance of it because I was a an easily influenced young man who didn't have anybody to tell me about what it was supposed to be like. I had to figure this all out myself. And I did a very good job of it, but I fuck the rocks you hit and the and the depression that you hit when you're figuring this out for yourself. So I'm just saying, we need you until teachers are f- properly appreciated for just how important they are. And I'm talking make good money. Okay, good money. I'm talking like eight grand a year. You should make eight grand a year if you're a teacher. I give a fuck. I don't care if you teach fuck kindergarten. Well, I pay. mean, the, the max cap is 90 grand a year. That's so, ridiculous. Yeah. It should start about 20 grand less than that. Start. And realistically, like if you want to feed kids and buy a house, you should make 70 grand a year. And if you're a teacher, I think you're worth that. A cop is less important than a cop. Aren't teachers and cops when you're in fucking elementary school? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They put astronauts and and firefighters on one podium scale. Okay, you got to go. You better have rich parents. And over on this side, what do we have? Right? Exactly fucking that. Those things. I want to be a teacher when I grow up. Every dumb, stupid fucking kid wants to be a teacher (laughs) when they grow up. If you can't do it teach right that's what they say now i do respect teachers so i don't particularly like that attitude but i do see it be very relevant in a lot of cases my point is is that they need to completely vacate the job of teacher in ontario so that it becomes oh my god there's no teachers do you know how tradesmen got their money put up to 30 40 an hour like it is now because in the 90s and the early 80s we were getting paid like shit too tradesmen nobody did it the trades were empty yeah they were giving me when i got my mechanics license they paid me to go to school it was six thousand grand. It was six thousand grand. Wow! It was six thousand dollars a year to go to Centennial, and the government paid five of it. I put up about eight hundred myself each year for application fees. That is it yeah. to get my mechanics license because that's how desperate for tradesmen they were. Please get your hands dirty, you clean little fucks. We're so you're so clean and left and goddamn clean. Fix a tire. So yeah. I was like, okay, I was a clean little idiot little musician i'm gonna be a rock star look at me right so i and i did it i went in it was free i made the good money that's how the trades populated them with a bunch of guys like me yeah teachers need to do the same thing you need to follow in our footsteps and you need to vacate those spots make it so that there's a thirst for teachers in this country in this province and then demand the right amount of money and the right hours i think teachers should be overworked i think they should be there at 7 a.m and i think they should stay until seven at night i think it should be one of those kinds of things the marking and the after hours and stuff but i think it should be compensated with an 80 grand a year fucking salary to make it worth it i, I that's how i feel about it i think that their job's important and they shouldn't do any less even though they are a bit overworked i think what they do is so important and they have such a good relationship with our children like they are the parents when we're not there to be their parents you know yeah. so i think they should be compensated for it and i think they should be worked even harder than they are now that's how you get society on fucking track because i feel like they were paid well and worked pretty hard when we were kids and we turned out okay 
And then everything got soft. Everything got real soft and the wages got stagnant. So now they make the same amount they did when we were kids, which isn't enough. And they're supposed to work harder because they have, I'm going to say it, retarded kids in the class instead of them having their own class like they used to have when we were kids. Anybody with, you basically, the class moves as quick as the slowest kid. Yeah. Because there's lots of slow kids in the classes now and they just throw a TA in there and go, oh, they'll figure it out. And it's not true. It's a bad idea. Are you taking selfies or are you recording us? Yeah, so I got <laughs> so I got some some interesting news. So I got some interesting news when it comes down to the the corruption side of this. So when I, I was trying to like put puzzle pieces together, I was just thinking, I was like, okay, a couple days before the FT All right, house. Settle down. Yeah, before FTX filed for bankruptcy, a couple days before, like the the coop strike was going right. I'm like, yeah. okay, so so teachers. But is that like, how you say it? it coop? Yeah, it's C U P E. Yeah, I thought you just said it C U P E. I thought you said it. Is it Q P? Is that how you say it? I think I saw it written in a newspaper with, and they use the letter Q to describe to say it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay. The so, C U P E strike that we are yeah. discussing. So the funny thing is, uh, not the strikes scro- are funny. Scrolling through the shitterverse. I come across uh, somebody's post of the World Economic Forum. One of their partners, the WEF man. One of their partners was was FTX cryptocurrency. So I was like, oh, okay, all right. So when I found this, I shared it with uh, my buddy Mike, and uh, I was like, well, isn't this a weird, small coincidence in regards to the uh, you'll own nothing and be happy? <laughs> right and then and then now I, I i was just trying to load up the site so i could show you and uh yeah they, they've since deleted it maybe because people caught on <laughs> like it's like oh okay wow but like it's still like it's still hang on a second so if you go into the wef website and you search up ftx it's still there the top result the ftx cryptocurrency yep, yeah let's see it there but then when you click on it to to load the page nothing sorry. yeah yep sorry it's not there it's been removed right so, and do you remember when this would happen with covid numbers like they would say something like uh, 10,000 deaths and then you go you'd you go well that's crazy but then they would then they've made an accident there was like a plane that went down and so and everybody that was in the plane they said died of covid because they were carrying already dead people from covid <laughs> so all of a sudden it was like 10,000 people died yesterday like oh shit and then, yeah, but then when, like you say, when you do the digging and you look at it a little bit and you go to click on it, it was like, oh, this has been removed. Yeah. Because they figured, oh shit, that was a plane that went down. Those weren't COVID deaths or something. I mean, that's a made up thing, but I'm just saying that there were situations like that where they were like, the numbers are in and then they would redact them. That, that, that page with those numbers that was on CBC, CP2, for any of that, it would be unavailable. Well, I mean. The Happened we- all the time. The weirder, th- the weirder thing about those COVID numbers, now that the National Institute of Health is saying that you have a higher chance of having an adverse reaction than being hospitalized from COVID, is classifying all those deaths as COVID-related deaths. That's that's the more fucked up aspect that's of it. That's what's funny about it's it. It's like, oh, that, that entire, all those people that, that died, what did they die of? Uh, SADS. But SADS <laughs> came out in 2022, I believe. 2021, late well, no, 2021. That, that's, that's just when they put a label on it. Right, right. That You're right. You're yeah. not wrong. If you like it, then you better put a label on it. <laughs> if you like murdering your people through weird vaccinated genocide, then you better put a label on it. Sorry, it's not very rhyming. Not very rhymable. Yeah. No, I dug it. I dug it. <laughs> you that, dug that, it? I appreciate you that, dug that, it. That's a chart topper. <laughs> the hole in my back. Oh, fuck. Okay, Toby. <laughs> okay, I got to... Uh, you were about to say something. Nah, uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm having a hard time not being disheartened with the way that 
the world constantly manipulates the information that we get. It's just yeah. always just like, so what does that really mean? You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, and that's where us and the, the uh, we call them leftists, but let's just call them the people on the other side. They're, that's where us and the people that are like those guys, those crazy anti-vax people, those crazy anti-government people, whatever you want to call us, even though we're none of those things. You know what I mean? Like I have all my vaccinations. I have all my measles vaccinations. I have all my, what else? Mumps vaccinations. I have all my, I have all of them. I have my fucking card. I got all that shit when I was a kid. Okay. I'm not retarded. I didn't end up autistic. I'm not, so I'm not, I, I won't weigh in on that conversation. We're talking, we're talking about the COVID vax. We're, we're not talking about a, a vax, like a mumps vax or any of that. We're talking about a, bo- a, a glorified booster shot of experimental stuff. And then we talk about, like I was saying, SADS, you're like, it didn't exist. You're like, well, we didn't labeled it yet. Yeah. And that's where you, once again, you get to do this thing where I, I do this a lot. Dehumanize whatever you're looking at. Take the humanity out of it. Like, look at the earth, look at, look at Ukraine and what's going on there. But take the borders out of the way. You know what I mean? Take the parts that we as men have have created and, and take it apart. And what is it? It's just people on land killing each other because of this oil right here. If you point to this part of the map, you know what I mean? Like, so when you take the humanity of it and you just look at it as numbers, as like what's going on, that's, that's when it's a little easier to see them try and pull the wool over your eyes because it, it's like, oh, well, that's why they're saying that. You know, that's why, you know, Justin's at fucking talking about Cambodian genocide when we've got the biggest crisis in Canada that we've ever had in the last 50 years with food and and fuel. Well, okay, so... But we're more worried about people dying that, in a third world country. With that being said, that's uh, Prime Minister Justin Flation Trudeau... On November 11th. ...failed to attend a Remembrance Day... Rem- uh, memorial ceremony. And I, I, I got it. Sorry to interrupt, but in like Canada. Remembrance Day ceremonies in Canada have always been a big deal. Like maybe yeah. not as much. I think they're a bigger deal here than they are in the States. I think that I know the States is very, but they have Memorial Day, which yeah. is our Vic Day, right? In yeah. May. So they kind of have several days for this. This is our big one. I yeah. remember as a kid having the old dudes show up at the elementary school. And if you were selected to help the old guys walk the wreath down, it was an honor. It was oh, like, yeah. you were one of the good kids. Like you were, you know what I mean? I remember doing really well in history and gotten to be one of those kids. I was always very bad, but yeah. I did really well in this report. So they're like, Alex, you can walk down with Mr. Bernier and fucking put the wreath up, you know, shit like that. You know, can't, I feel like remembrance day in this country amongst proud Canadians. If you're a fresh, a new immigrant, or if you're, Maybe a little newer, just newer in general. Maybe it's just getting used to our customs. I don't, you might not value You might value be out it. there stomping poppy flags, you know, poppies <laughs> and shit over it. Like, okay, you know, fuck, fuck. Probably not happen. that, but all I'm saying is, is that that, and, and that's why he didn't show up. Because anybody who's going to vote for him doesn't give a fuck about remembrance. That says a lot yeah. about who he is and about yeah. who his people are. His people are not the people of this country. They're the people that don't even give a fuck. Because if his voter base was true Canadians that are going to do something and help build this country. And I'm not talking about any color or any of that shit. I'm just talking about people. No matter when you came here or what color you are or what job you have or what sex you are. If he was concerned about the next election, he would have been there and this would have scared the shit out of him. Yeah. The fact that he can be in another country and we'll talk about who was there, and he can pull what he pulled, sending his wife to the, <laughs> that he's not even with to this, says a lot about how, how scared he is about getting the next election. Yeah. He's not worried at all, Mark. So, so I put down, uh, it makes sense, though, uh, that he was attending a summit in Cambodia rather than being in Canada because soldiers fought and died defending the rights and freedoms of people all over the world 
And that's not Trudeau's style. Exactly. Also, Cambodia wasn't involved in yeah. any fucking world wars or any relevant wars for anybody. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't give a flying fuck about Cambodia, Mark. I'm sorry. I don't. They're not anywhere fucking close to my radar. We don't fucking trade with these people for anything significant. We don't fucking, they don't give us money. We don't give them any money of any significant. It's just a random fucking country for him to go fuck around in during the most important historic moment of the year yeah. when you should be here going D-Day. What is, what's, what is it? November 11th for us, the big push is D-Day and Juno Beach. Why are they called the Junos, Mark? Why the fuck do musicians win awards and they call you want a Juno? Why? Because a bunch of brave fucking 16-year-old kids, I almost said seven, I almost said 17, but most of those fucking kids were 16. They lied so they could fucking die for us. They lied so they could die for us. I'll say it again. They fucking lied so they could get on a boat and be so fucking scared that they literally shit their pants and piss themselves. Literally. Not making it up. You're in the boat. You can say, holy shit, we've been on this boat for 18 hours. I can hear things blowing up. We're almost there. Normandy is just over the horizon. Okay? I lied about being 16. Holy fuck, I made a mistake. And now everybody ahead of me is dead. I can't even see the land. But all the six guys in front of me are bled out and they're fucking dead. Holy shit, what have I signed up for? I better get out of this boat. Oh shit, I got out of the boat. It's not that deep. It's only four feet here. I can make it. I can see shore now. I can see it's just over the horizon. Do you know why it's so fucking shallow? Because that's how many bodies there are. Watch out for Ryan's privates. <laughs> that's how many bodies there are on your way to the beach. God forbid you made it there. Yeah. If you made it to the beach without catching a bullet, you were unlucky. The shit you saw and what you had to go through on the other side of Normandy was even worse. So no, that's always what the 11th is about. That's yeah. always what they talk about because that's our moment as Canadians to really say, because we took Juno Beach and it was a big part of why that day was successful because we lost four other beaches. The Americans lost two of their beaches and uh, what's the other one? Um... I'm mind farting, but either way, we, it wasn't a really great day. It was a bad day for casualties, but the Canadians were badass. We took the fucking shore and we had the Japanese and Germans. We had, um, all, they had tanks that we hadn't seen before and it was the first time they'd used them in Normandy. Yeah. And we, we were like, oh, look, a new weapon that we know nothing about. And we fucking got, guys were going up from behind and putting grenades into the top. They were opening them, putting the top, closing it and blowing up. That was the first time in history that that was like the tactic. They, they knew they couldn't beat these tanks head on. They couldn't beat them with artillery. It was just had to sabotage the tank itself. There was no, let's fucking kill the guys and use the tank against them. That's what they did in the first world war. That's yeah. what, they, well, when tanks were new then. But either way, that's what had been done in Africa, in the Balkans, in everywhere. France was the first time they said, fuck it, blow, throw a goddamn grenade in the tank and let, and then hope for the best. It was a, it changed our goddamn country, man. It's a big deal. There's a reason we talk about that day, whatever day it was there in, in 44, June or July. Like, it's a big deal because we really stepped up. We, Canada got put on the map. Canada was just that country that, that's, that kind of fell off from Britain until we fucked bitches up on Juno Beach. And, and where is this fucking guy? Is he talking about it? Is he, even, he didn't even mention it. No. He's showing me speeches. He's talking about Cambodian genocide. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. My grandparents' parents died here. Why are you in Cambodia talking about them like anything they've done in the history of humanity has made a difference to anybody? Name me a Cambodian that invented something I give a fuck about. 
No, I'm, I'm serious. We can go down the list. You got penis, you know, talking about penicillin and basketball and hockey, all the things they invented in Canada. I'm pretty sure French fries, all this cool shit. <laughs> you know, and every country has that. Every country has I that. I love this because this is one these, of those. What episodes. the fuck has Cambodia goddamn done for anybody that anybody cares about that Justin's this, there on November 11th? This has been one of those episodes that like the topics get segued into in in an earlier speech, and there's. Obviously, some I'm going somewhere with this. So, <laughs> I love it when uh, you do. Yeah. So, in regards to, sorry about my. Rant. I mean, I just had to let it yeah, up. Get ranty about. I uh, fucking hate Justin. Like about, he's just getting under my skin in new ways. Yeah. About things in Canada. So what he's talking about there is uh, he was away at a summit in Cambodia while his wife, who, I mean, he's not even allegedly with. We're anymore. not supposed to know that though. Yeah. So, anyways, so he was in Cambodia and he gets asked of the all question, the countries, Mark. Though. Go anywhere. Go yeah. to South Africa. If he was in South Africa, I'd be like, we trade a lot of precious metals with South Africa. He's probably wow. helping us with the ties. Wow. Like, there's any other country. Taiwan. Go to Taiwan. Let's. Like, I don't care. Like, we trade with them. They're joining the Russian coalition. Like, any country. Name a country. Well, I mean, and right, if he was right there, now, it would be better. Well, right now in Africa, uh, you. Well, okay, it wasn't the U.S. Uh, Canada and the U.S. supplied uh, African police and African armies with. Uh, Artillery and go there and, and uh, go then go there and army vehicles and say here's some weapons. I'd like to give you these weapons on Remembrance Day so that we can remember. <laughs> no, like, no, no, like no. just give so, me something, Justin. So we talked about a while ago in Haiti yes. that there was a blockade that was blocking the gas from getting to other parts of Haiti uh, be- because of a yes, class yes, yes, division. Yes, yes, the poor yes, yes, people yes, yes, couldn't yes, yes. afford that, so there was a, a former military person who uh, has since kind of been. Uh, one of the leaders of the, the terrorist groups, the G9. And so the U.S. went in there and they took down the blockade. Very unintimidating name, by the way. Yeah. So they went in there. They, they, uh, the blockade was taken down mm-hmm. uh, thanks to this uh, military presence that, uh, that happened. It wasn't a presence of uh, American soldiers. It was just... Local militia? Yeah, it was local militia, but it was... That uh, were armed with American weapons. Yeah. Yeah, see, I've, I can call this shit before you even fucking say it. They've done this for... 50 years. They yeah. did it with the Afghanis during the Cold War in Russia against Russia in the 80s too. That's so, America's favorite thing. So, I don't want to fuck with you, but I will supply your enemies with weapons to fuck with you. Yeah. It's our so, favorite thing. So many, many African citizens are many. are Thousands. cursing up and down just about Af- or America being involved in this. Why like, are you involved in this? This is yeah. our fucking business. Yeah. I'm with... And, 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 and even when we're involved, we don't have the balls to send Justin there to give a speech. <laughs> no, no. We sent him to Cambodia. <laughs> Like I, it blows my mind. Just even the, the, the this is, it just hits me, man. In a special, like yeah. we are in such trouble in this country. It is there's so much fear in Canada, and there's such a hate for him. Yeah. How are you not here on Remembrance Day trying to redeem what little fucking dignity you've got left? What? How are you? You've if there was any dignity left in the Trudeau name, it it, it, it disappeared on the 11th when he was in fucking Cam. I'll say it again, Cambodia. Yeah. Point Cambodia on a map to me right now. I could. Name me three countries yeah. that surround it. Because you don't fucking care, Mark. That's Tamara, right. That's right. Tamara, name me some Cambodian countries. I can't. Yeah. I honestly don't know if it's in South America or uh, Eurasia. I can't I can't remember. 
Yeah. I okay. think it's in Eurasia, east of Nepal, but I could be wrong because I don't fucking care <laughs> about where Cambodia is or any of its people. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Send them a million dollars of relief and fuck off. That's what we do with everybody else. He's over there on November 11th, on one of the most important days of the year, to talk about you know what I what I was talking yeah. about. We well, do, every year we sit around and we all cry about the Juno. He, every he, year he had his like his his uh, his version of a Remembrance Day. Remember that Truth and Reconciliation Day where oh, he took truth the day and off. Record, really reconciliation. Yeah, day. remember he took the day. The day off that there? nobody got off. I you know all it, I told you all it did was make the radio really shitty for the most of us who actually had to go to work. Nobody who <laughs> actually went to work could hear the listen to the radio and wasn't like depressed and annoyed because there was someone on there talking like this about how a hundred years ago a bunch of their people were murdered and how it is not a good thing. I didn't do it. I'm tired of the white guilt, Mark. I did not feel bad down that Friday. I, I the whole day I listened. I did not let the white guilt get to me. Is it a shame what happened? Yeah. I 100%. Would I ever condone the genocide of a group of people? Never. But it, it, it's it's this, it's like Tom says, you know, black people who were never slaves mad at white people who aren't Nazis. It's this, you guys are taking 70-year-old labels, hardcore extreme labels that not everybody had, only the, far, the furthest to the right and left had, yeah. and then you're just like, Oop, like, let's just throw those names around now, and it's not relevant. Nobody's... <laughs> I'm so sad for Canada. I really am. It's just, yeah, uh, it blows my mind that he could be that far oh, okay. out of touch with us. We're, we're going to bring on uh, more more tears for Canada. So we've <laughs> we've briefly talked about Tim Hortons before. Oh, here we go. But I want to bring it up again. So when when I was uh, <laughs> when I was a teen, in my notes it says, "So when I was a ten, ladies, I'm a ten. <laughs> no, but <laughs> ladies, when I was a ten, about ten years ago." <laughs> yeah. So when I was a teen, uh, the standard color of Tim's was yellow and brown, and but that that's oh, besides, I remember that. that's besides the point. And but it that, said always fresh on but, the sun. But that was like that was around the time that Tim Hortons was Tim's, right? So there used to be a whole wall of donuts. It was like ten by six. I remember when I worked at Tim Hortons in, when I was in high school. It was a huge wall. It yeah. was two. Usually there was like one section, and then they'd have a second section. Yeah. And the second section was for like extra, you know what I yeah. mean? Like the first section was all the fresh new stuff, oh, well, and then the right section was just Timbits and leftovers. Well, I I remember the one section being like this crazy selection of donuts, and then they had their second section, which was like the bagels, the muffins, and all that. Maybe shit. a specialty donut if yeah. they when they first brought yeah. them in. But uh, but with <laughs> even with that said, uh, I mean. The, the glass display on the counter had their their specialty shit. The eclairs, uh, Boston creams were kept there as Ugh. well. Powder donuts. Uh, the powder donuts were on the wall with all the selection of other donuts. But the I, cinnamon rolls were in that fucking display rolls, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. And like the 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 donut. By the way, that donut you gave me last week that was like a look like a cinnamon roll. Holy shit! <laughs> I ate that. The, I didn't eat it that night, but the next day I got up. I was a little hungover, and it was my hangover drink or hangover food with a little with a coffee tamara i blessed your soul i was very happy with my life i was like man this the sugar rush when you're that hungover made the whole day worth living anyways thank you for that sorry so okay so i mean they they had blueberry fritters which are now like i would argue the blueberry is my favorite flavor yeah but it's been ruined in the last few years because nothing blueberry tastes like blueberry anymore yeah but now occasionally they'll bring it out like now it's a specialty and it comes out like once every five years quick funny story you ever drink so much blueberry juice that your urine changes color and you go to the doctor to ask them why (laughs) 
I did. <laughs> I literally was peeing like brown and I thought I was pissing blood and he checked my blood and they said, they, he said, um, he started listing things. He says, do you drink or eat a certain amount of X? And I was like, no, 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 no. And then he got to blueberries and I went, I drink like three liters of blueberry juice every day. And he's like, yeah, that's your problem. You need to stop that right away. <laughs> it's it's like the fucking, uh, what? it's like, what was that? The uh, Oh, this is a tequila one. Oh, fuck. It was uh, like when uh, Burger King came out with those black bun fucking burgers and it turned everybody's shit green. That's not cool. Yeah. What's wrong with them? So much dye. Yeah. Oh, that's a problem too. You're mixing liquors though. If you start mixing tequila and bourbon. See, this is a bourbon. Do you want to try a little bit? No, thanks. Yeah. This isn't up your alley as much as the other one, but this is good. So, uh, oh, and one thing, I mean, I have to mention the classic, the Dutchie. The Dutchie. Oh. The Dutchie was my favorite. That little square fucking donut that had raisins and their, their fucking What's the one that was sugar? just uh, strawberry cream in the middle and sprinkles on top? It had goo. It's strawberry goo in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then sprinkles yeah. on top. It, with, I, I don't remember what that was called. But it was the best. Yeah. That was my go-to. Gone. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was served next to the vanilla dip. I think it was, was called strawberry dip. No. Or strawberry cream. Maybe. Either Maybe. way, it had goo. It had the strawberry goo from yeah. the... Um, from the powdered donut, oh, yeah. Yeah. but it was on a, a vanilla frosting yeah. with the little crunchy sprinkles. Sprinkles. It was the ultimate. It was like sex without the intercourse. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. It looked really funny when you were eating it in the red. Would it just looked? It just looked <laughs> disgusting. It looked like you were eating human flesh or a girl out on her period. There was no way around it. You having the red all over your face and the goo and being like and being like yes more. <laughs> I just as a child I was a horrible whore. I was just like yeah. look at me I'm eating a puppy. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like 25. Did and you I eat was, a lot of was, puppies as a child? Only the ones that wouldn't listen. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm so it's warm down here tonight. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm gonna do a very rare thing. Oh, I'm never in my t-shirt when we cut tracks, but I am today. <laughs> Fly up. I'm back. They <laughs> even got rid of my favorite, which was the oatmeal raisin cookie. <gasps> like, we, were, we were bitching about how you can't get raisins in anything anymore because yeah. of all these fucking allergies from these new kids. What the fuck? I blame birth control. I truly believe that the birth control that like the people that are our age, like the girls that are in their 40s, girls that took birth control in their 40s, those kids are allergic to everything. <laughs> they are. And I think it's the birth control. Yeah. There's kid, And another thing I noticed, maybe we're getting a little, I think I talked about this. Girls with endometriosis, their mothers were all on birth control. Uh-huh. Every girl I know with bad endo, like two weeks of the month is just a fucking living nightmare for them. And then the other two weeks is like tolerable. Those girls, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there. I'm sure you working with a lot of women at your work, I'm sure a lot of them have gone through uh, menopause though because they're older. But the ones that haven't, <laughs> the ones that haven't, I imagine endo is a topic at a lot of offices or places where women work because well, it's a, it's a mean, common illness with women now. I mean, her former bestie had a, a very bad case and was like, don't get pregnant because you could die. And she's like, yeah. I'm going out to get pregnant. Right, like it's fucked up. Later. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. But anyways, like, yeah. And so, um, I don't know really where, yeah, that, that, I'm done with my point on that. Yeah. See, sometimes you just, you go, you got this trail like, oh yeah. And then well, anyways, it, comes, it comes from birth control. Like they, yeah. they have it because of the birth control. And I, I think the same thing about, yeah. Anyways, continue yeah. with what you're going on about. Okay. So, I mean, now 
where I think this might these changes might have come. Digress to Tim Hortons. <laughs> we're we're still doing Tim Hortons. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we just had to go back. Oh, okay. So I, there's one change that I that I actually approve of, and that was where there's like a certain area of the seating now that's like. That's like a comfy bench right next to like a fake fireplace. I will admit, when they brought the fireplace out and the table and the comfy chair, I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I see it. Because when we were were in the yellow and brown days, it was set up very much like a McDonald's happy birthday play area with hard ceramic chairs (laughs) to a hard ceramic table that looked like they were from school. They were mostly there, and they were immobile. They didn't twist, turn, move. The backs were steel. Yeah. Hanging out at Tim Hortons having coffee was not comfortable. That's why everybody was outside sitting around their motorcycles doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't miss that. So, I like the comfort that they have now. So the comfort that they brought out, yeah, okay, it, it makes me want to go there more and chill with friends and catch up o- over a coffee. However, their selection is just much worse. And I'm wondering if that's because of the Americans buying it out. You, you don't have to wonder, Mark. You are right. Okay. 100%. You got it's a, it's a for me it's a simple equation and it happens with a lot of them. Um the difference between Tim Hortons before it was bought by Americans and after, if I tell you the year it happened, it will not surprise you because it's a, it's just that's when they brought out basically that's when they started competing with McDonald's. Yeah. Like when they started saying, "Okay, we're going to do hash browns." That was about a year and a half after they got bought. Yeah. So it was just enough time for them and they didn't get bought flat out. It wasn't a direct like we own Tim Hortons. It was like they bought 40% of the company, and then they continued to increase their stock until they owned enough of it to basically make the decisions. Yeah. So it was a very gradual thing, and I don't let I hate when American companies do that. I fucking hate it. It's sneaky. It's an easy way for the government to to see an all not notice an oligopoly in the process of forming. Yeah. And I don't like that. If you don't know what an oligopoly is, go to fucking Wikipedia and wake the fuck up. But either way, all I'm saying is is. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why we allow businesses to come in from the states and take an oligopoly and turn it into a monopoly be, because of them so approve that, it and so they do it they do it through stock. So this is where I was saying Rock in, in your previous rant there I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like the segue getting Rock into with this." Me. Yes, yes, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the segue. Give it to me. <laughs> so I mean, like even a very uh, important uh company to Canadian heritage, the Hudson Bay The company. Hudson Bay, not only an important company, the oldest company yeah, yeah. on planet Earth. There's nothing that has been in business longer than the hot. They traded fucking beaver pelts in 1793. That's a fact. Yeah. Look it up. And there's, and, and it, now they sell seats, sweaters. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. Very important company and huge part of our heritage. Yep. American owned. Yep. For the first time in 2017, we held out. Hudson Bay held out, man. I'm telling you, they were Canadian owned. They yeah. were, ex- and, and it was part of our heritage. It was a goddamn commercial moment, basically. This the Hudson Bay Company, and they gave in. I think 17 or 18. They finally got bought by. I think it was once again. It was a 60 percent stock thing. In the and then now it's yeah. yeah same. Why is it all about like? Because that's how they get through the Canadian. Go- that's the loophole in the Canadian business government oligopoly standards to keep American companies from coming in and clearing out competition. For Canadian companies, you do it by buying stocks in the company and increasing your share the right amount over X amount of years. Yeah. So it's not considered a hostile takeover or a monopolistic buyout. Yeah. And then the, everything gets approved. But I, I, I don't understand, though. They the, need to fill in the holes legally. What, yeah, but what I don't understand won't. is 
We can't even get an election to run properly in this country, let alone a fucking company buying another I, one. I was going to say, when it comes to Canadian companies, they just can't hold their own. They can't. And they bottom need, line can't. We need Americans to And why can't they, though, Mark? Shit. Let's break down why. Why can't they? Because that, they're getting their resources from here. Yeah. A lot of Canadian companies have a lot of pride. Mr. Sub wants Canadian bacon and Canadian ham and Canadian turkey on their subs, and they will not fuck around. Yeah. They will not buy from the States. Where's that getting them? For me, it's getting them somewhere with me because I will never go to Subway over them unless you take me. <laughs> but I will never, I, I prefer Mr. Sub over Subway because they're Canadian and because I know I'm contributing to something local that's not American owned yet. Yeah. And they're independently owned too. But I know in the back of my head that they're losing the fight because they won't go different than Canadian bacon and ham and meat. And they'll lose. They'll lose yeah. because it'll be $12 for a sub. It already is. It'll be $20 for a sub next year. And they won't be able to survive. The one thing, the one thing that... that uh, they can't compete with Subway, who will buy American meat because they don't have any pride issues, and it's garbage quality the, and cheap. The one small victory that we had over uh, the U.S. Was in 1812 <laughs> when we blew and burned the fucking White House to the ground. And damn it, we'll do it again. Okay, the second sorry, thing. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I, I want to go on about... Uh, that was fun. Toys R Us. You know, Toys R Us in the U.S. Uh, went went bankrupt, but in Canada, there was uh, another company uh, that came that bought it out. Did and, they? And and, uh, and just the kept one it in Whitby's gone. No, it's is still it still there? there? Still there? Is it still fixing in too? Yeah, I didn't. I haven't been down there in a while. I thought it was gone. Nope, still there. Good, good for them. I, I think we were talking about this around Halloween. Yeah. Do you remember when it was 1999 for a Halloween costume at Toys R Us and they had a whole section. It was just one rack and it was like 100 feet long yeah. and it was always in the corner and it was like, all right, as soon as uh, September Labor Day was over, you could get Ninja Turtles and it was just basic. It was just like a fucking, what's the material I'm thinking of? Oh, come on, help me. The material they make your leggings out of. All you people. Because when we were kids, legging material was Halloween costume material. And then it, be it became legging material <laughs> mysterious magically in the 2006. What? Spandex. Basically spandex. spandex yeah. It was basically spandex and it would have a Superman ass or the Ninja Turtles chest with the M in the middle or whatever you were. And then a crappy plastic mask that barely fit on with the thinnest piece of string that always broke. Then you'd have to reattach on the face. Yeah. Done. 1999. It was the best. I'll never forget those days, man. That Toys R Us was part of our heritage. And, yeah, so, like... <laughs> but they're holding it out. Toys R Us, all over the world, bankrupt, gone. But they're st still, still here. Still a thing in Canada. So That's what, cool. So, anytime when uh, Toys R Us was making a comeback in the U.S., they're like, it's coming back. It's like, it never left. What? Yeah, so Do you remember when great. Sears tried to make a comeback at the very end there? What was that horrible slogan? I'm thinking Sears, was it? Yeah, yeah or something, something like or something. I was like, yeah. that was grammatically incorrect, <laughs> and just made me go. You know, every Canadian has to take a grade ten literacy test in order to be in this country. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. You know that every person alive in Canada that was that, that's here, it, when they, how old are you in grade ten? Help me out here. Um, sixteen, yeah, fifteen. Yeah. At fifteen yeah. years old, which is a very apt age for, to to take a test. Okay, it has to pass the literacy test. And if you don't get 60%, you don't get to fucking see grade 11. Yeah. And then you want to take a grammatically incorrect slogan and try and sell us on it to save the company? Yeah. Like, like it, it's literally a fucking sitcom, this country. <laughs> like, I remember a Canada where Sears would have bounced back tenfold and taken this country over after because they were hurting. 
<laughs> I, I know. I've, I remember that. And it's instead, the Sears Army. Oh, my God. The Sears Army is coming. Sears, no, but I, I, I remember a Sears that would literally just, they would come back. They would get the right companies together, and they would have said, we got to save this company. And they would have maybe done a promo with a celebrity to make some clothes. Maybe they would have offered a crazy discount. Maybe they would have said, this Christmas, you can buy the new Pokemon game in our fucking electronic they, center for $20 less than any other store in the country. That would have saved them. Like, there's a million things you could do. But I remember a Sears in the 80s and in the 90s and in the early 2000s that would get those moments where they would almost die and they would Gun come back. Thing. They would come back with something. Remember Zellers was almost out of business and they started signing shit with Hillary Duff? Yeah. All of a sudden, Zellers was packed. Yeah. Every 11-year-old fucking emo hot topic girl on the planet was there waiting for their stuff by see, Duff. I think... And why couldn't they... Come on, see, Sears. See, Sears... They couldn't do it. I mean... They couldn't pull you, out one you more. Got, you got to think the early 90s. The Sears catalog was like porn for kids. <sighs> It was literal porn, though, because as soon as you were done getting so excited that you, like, almost let off to the Batcave and the Technodrome and the, and what, help me, uh, come on, help me, the, the, the reboot mainframe center or the fucking, uh, what else, the Ninja Turtle sewer underground layer playset. Come Cap on, man. Castle, Grayskull. Grayskull Castle! Yeah. Or what about the, oh, uh, fuck, that little the guy. G.I. Joes. G.I. Joes. And then in the 90s, Mighty they had the, the guy version of Polly Pockets. Yeah. Mighty Max. Mighty Max, yes! That was the best! Like, oh, fuck. After you scroll through all that, there was, like, the bra pages. Yeah, that's And the panty about. pages. Yeah. You're like, oh, dude, look at look at this. She looks like a mom. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I wonder whose mom that is. It was so bad. And, and in your head, you're thinking, Stacy's mom has got This it girl looks just on. like my friend Peter's mom. Oh, yeah. Peter's mom. Oh, oh Peter's mom. Fuck yeah. Back to Ninja Turtles. Never mind. Let's be scrolling back. Yeah. There we go. Page oh, one. No, oh, no. I made the page sticky. Grab, 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 grab Damn some, it. Mom's going to She's going to know. She's going to know. She's oh gonna know. Oh. oh, the page is I hope she doesn't want to shop for bras. <laughs> the pages are sticking together. Oh, ah, no. Just tear the page out. Yeah, tear it yeah. right out. Doesn't exist. Honey. Yeah. I got the new Sears catalog and it goes from 106 to 110. Any idea what happened there? And it is the, the lingerie section. Yeah, I just, I was thinking. Dr. Dad! <laughs> I don't know. I'm young. My penis doesn't work. Look at me. I like Pokemon. Run downstairs. That's yeah. what I used to just play it up. Yeah. So I'd blame everything on my stepdad. Everything. And I will admit, 80% of it was him. My favorite time was when oh, my stepdad. Honey, don't act like I didn't change your sheets last night. All my right? favorite part was when my stepdad tried to convince my mom that the reason we had porn viruses on our computer, our community computer, because, you know, back when you had a, yeah. when a family had one computer, was because of PowerTap. I had power tab and I was downloading power tabs oh, and yeah. he was like, he's bringing in these music and it's bringing in all these viruses. Cause my sister, five, six years old, seven would go on the computer and to be a pop of some girl sucking a cock right. And like, boom, right there on the screen, <laughs> just <laughs> click here. And it was because of at a malware or some type of, you know, bad wear that, that had gotten into the computer because he would go on. Like yeah. I've always been a streamer. I've known about fucking before you, uh, 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 what's it called that everybody goes on here? You porn or whatever, uh, uh Pornhub. Before <laughs> Pornhub was a thing, it was, it was pink torrents and it was xtorrent.com. Those were the ones I know. I, I'll fucking give you the brief history of internet pornography right now. If you'd like, yeah. it, I'm not kidding. It started with at pink torrents was the first free, free one that you didn't get problems with. It was streaming. And then porn. I remember when I was watching Pornhub 10 years before any of you motherfuckers knew oh, what it was. Man. So I remember when Pornhub was like underground so and had 12 videos, but I, watched all 12 <laughs> so so back back in the day when uh when my oh my god i, I can't yeah. believe i can't believe i'm about to say this in january he turns 19 oh my god 
He's going to be 19. I still, yeah, I still miss being 19. I'm like, kid's about to be 19. So anyways, back yeah, in the day. Make sure he slays all the pussy you didn't. So back in the, <laughs> yeah. so back in the day when he was like eight, eight or nine, it's like, hey, yeah, we're going to watch this movie. And, and I'd put on this movie and a pop-up would come up and it was of the most fucking. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. No, you did not. Close your eyes. Look away. Look away. Earmuffs for oh, your eyes. No. Earmuffs for, for your, your eyes. eyes. <laughs> was some girl just deep throwing a dick? Yeah, just and you're like, ads that oh no! Yeah, I remember oh, when I'm you went a good to father. Do you re- do you remember the what was that? Yeah, I hope that <laughs> Mark's exes are not allowed to use the shot pot against him for any way, shape, or form. These stories are all fictitious. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, now that we're back, <laughs> yeah, that was oh shit, um. Do you remember the first, like the first ad blocker that you got, and you're like, "I'm good." Yeah. Like you think you're good, right? Yeah. And then like you're like, "Hey, mom, <laughs> check out this fucking YouTube video for how to make fish burgers with cheese inside. This looks cool." Ah, ah, fuck me, fuck me. Oh shit! Minimize, minimize. Control out, delete. Ah, just unplug it. <laughs> just unplug it. Fucking hard drive out the window. Second story. <laughs> boom. I don't know what that was, mom. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> She's just standing I there. I think somebody fight. burned herself. <laughs> anyway, yeah, two girls, one cup pops up. <laughs> I saw a funny meme the other day, and it was the casting couch picture. It was like my girlfriend sent me a selfie of her job interview the other day. I love her so much. I love those. The, yeah. Those are funny. They always make me giggle. <laughs> so... With the way companies are nowadays, it doesn't matter what company, uh, whether it's something online that you have to order from, not not even referring to Amazon, could be anything else. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, tires from like Parts Avatar or some shit, right? There, there are certain companies now that have other payment options because of the way our economy is and it's there, just It's shit. getting to the point where the economy is so bad that you can actually pr- uh, opt out and just do crimes. There, you can, you can, <laughs> they're like, rob a rich family of $5,000 of jewelry and you will receive two free sets well, of winter tires I mean, I mean, installed and balanced. I mean, depending on what state you're in, you can just run into a store, raid it, run out, and like they'll be like, you know what? I'm good. You know, yeah. you do you. We have okay. insurance, and you look poor. So yeah. let's just call it space. Yeah, certain 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 places in the U.S., mainly like Portland, uh, Chicago, places like that that yeah. underwent all that, like the rioting and the and all that shit that happened. Yeah, they're, they're like you know, criminals going crime. We'll just let them do their thing. Criminals are gonna. That's a. We, yeah, we, that's, we, a that's a callback. That's a callback. <laughs> criminals are gonna crime. Criminals are gonna crime. So who am I to tell them to stop criming? Yeah. <laughs> Where, uh, is it in uh, Illinois? I'm I'm either mixing up Ohio or, or Illinois. Easy mix up. They're close, but uh, they Midwestern Hick states. It, it just they just recently came out with a new law saying that uh, that they're not going to jail put anybody in jail who uh, trespasses on your property, who robs you, or anything. It's it's basically they're going to take basically somebody, say rioting is cool. Yeah, they're basically going to take the person down to the station and like. Okay, bud, we got your shit. You're free to go. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, and you're going to see a lot more people buy. And this is the thing. They're trying to take their guns away, but then they're telling them that they have no rights yeah. to their own land and stuff. Like, that's that's a problem. Like, Texans, um, if that makes its way further south, it'll be a problem. Yeah. In Ohio, it'll probably be okay. Yeah. In Illinois, it'll probably be okay. In Arkansas, motherfuckers going to be dead. Yeah. We're going to see some fucking bodies. We're going to have some chalk. We're going to have so, to buy new sets of chalk for the people in Arkansas. So... 
back in my childhood days, the main thing that retail stores did was layaway. Lay, like if you remember byway, get- the byway layaway. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, Walmart had it, Zellers had it. Walmart didn't exist when we were kids, bro. Let's think no, about no, this. No, no, but Let's like when it, when, well, it, it most certainly did, just not here. But when it started coming in the eighties, it wasn't. When did Walmart officially start? Was it not the nineties? No, I believe no, no. we were. Oh. Hey Google, what year did Walmart open its first store? <laughs> Your phone's dead. My phone has like one percent. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's 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 like um fucking charge me and I'll think about it. <laughs> No, but legit, uh, Wiki Walmart, and just uh, I'd love to know when the first store opened. <clears throat> when, when you work there, you have to watch like the video about the Waltons. Oh, do you? 19, July second, nineteen sixty-two. Oh wow, I didn't know it was that old. Yeah, but but had it taken over America's re, re, uh, retail the way it had with us in the eighties, or was it? When did it take over retail for real? When did it, when did it start clearing out small town America by opening up a store <laughs> and putting out every small business in the city and then leaving so the city became a ghost town? When was that a thing? I'm just curious because they didn't start doing that in the 60s or the 70s. That must be a 90s thing. I'd love to know about it. Uh, in the 80s. It was an 80s thing. So they started just it desecrating. Started, well, it's, it's, it started retail. expanding outside of Arkansas by 1968 and throughout the rest of the southern United States by the 1980s. So it's kind of funny that Walmart is a southern the retail. First store came, first store came to Canada in 1995. Ah, so a Canadian store was 95. Was that us? Was that Whitby, Ontario? What I'd love to know what Canadian city got the first Walmart. I thought it was us. I thought Whitby, Ontario was the first one. Down in south at Thixon and Two, southeast corner. I thought that was us. I really did. I thought for some reason, we because we were close to Toronto, and there wasn't a Walmart in Toronto for a while, I remember. It was West End that would have been Mississauga before. Anyways, I know we're getting all uh, nerdy. Mm, Am I wrong? Where was the first Walmart in Canada? Mississauga. Ah, fucking bitches. Always taking <laughs> When they shit. purchased Wolco. Fucking Wolco. Wolco. Oh, also, my goodness. Jesus, also an old band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're old as fuck. So, so, anyways, I was as I was saying. So, all these retail stores, uh, they had lay- layaway. layaway for parents that wanted to get shit for the kids but couldn't afford it. Basically, around October, you'd start paying for the bat cave you were going to give your kid in December. Yeah, yeah. And now, just recently, they uh, there there are options now to do shit online with uh, Sezzle, which is a, a payment plan thing. I should look into this actually because I'm broke as fuck and I'd love to make payments on a thousand dollar electric drum kit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sign me up. Then there's uh, there's another company called Affirm, which do a you have lot, to have good credit to do this. Probably no, no not always. Not, not really. Always. Okay, because my credit is shit. Yeah. Uh, it may change your payment plans. Like it might, it might maybe, have more interest. Maybe, maybe instead of having a year to pay it off, you'll have six months. So your maybe I'll just rob a high. bank or go yeah. to jail and not give a fuck. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, another company called Flexity, which, uh, I actually have a Flexity card. It's actually, uh, Sounds like a dirty that, porn to me. Something that actually helped me get this, uh, Roadcaster Pro unit. Right. The Roadcaster that now has two dead channels. <laughs> not impressed. <laughs> Not impressed, Road. I'm just saying. I mean, the sound has been off. The sound the chain. is amazing. Yeah. I, I definitely don't complain, but I'm going to tell you flat fucking out. You got this. Not long before we started this last year. And I said to Mark, I said, do you make a lot? Like, are you every week, like where we cut our tracks on Sundays. So between Monday and Saturday, are you down on this roadcaster just giving her? And he's like, no. Like it, no. N- now and then I might cut something track wise. But like for the most part, it's, it's dormant for about six days of the week. Maybe five. And yeah. then it gets used for two. 
then it shouldn't be fucking up a year later. Yeah. I've had Tascam 7, 8 channel fucking mixers that lasted me for years and I threw them down the stairs of the opera house. Yeah. So anyways, um, not to talk too much shit, I just don't like when electronics fail and I'm not pleased with this. Oh, yeah. I hope the next one you get uh, is better because we've got a headphone channel that's dead now and we have a, a track channel that's dead. Yeah. Not cool. Uh, step your fucking game up, road, and it stays in a in a environmentally controlled, relatively cool, not moist environment. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be honest. I was mean with my shit. Our shit, my shit went to gigs. It was our it was our monitor board. Yeah. A lot of times, I would tell them to run monitor board out of Mars and then run their front of the house shit because I just I couldn't function if I couldn't hear the drummer. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm in a prog band playing in seven eight time. If I can't hear the ding ding da ka ding ding da da ding ding da ka da ding ding da da. If I can't hear that off, I'm never gonna fucking get back on with him. So I would just <laughs> say to them, "Here's our monitor board," pl- and they'd say, "Oh, I don't do that." And I'd say, "I, I just then here plug this into that, and yeah. we'll be fine." I just need to hear, and they would go from there. But um, I don't know if you ever had you ever had that quick question. I think I think I've actually asked you this. I think we've already had this talk, but I'd love to have it again. Did you have big? Mo- what was that your big problem with you in original band? I would biggest. Pres- I'd always say we would have been so fucking good if I could have heard something. I always had a problem on stage. I, I couldn't either. Couldn't hear myself sing. Couldn't hear my guitar. I couldn't hear the drummer. I couldn't hear somebody I needed was, to hear. There was always somebody that w- that wasn't. Uh, loud enough. Soundable. Yeah. Soundable. Jesus. Soundable. Somebody that wasn't uh, audible. So what a holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah. I got to quit doing mushrooms before the show. <laughs> yeah. What did you say earlier? Six. six so, something stupid. Yeah. Like 600,000. Yeah. No. I, said, I said six. Yeah. I, I said something about like 610,000. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, something something like, yeah. But, uh, I was yelling. But yeah. Like, I, I mean, we had plenty of battles with, uh, with sound guys. Just sound two guitar guys players are, always. I'm not loud enough. Your rhythm, turn down. I mean, especially if uh, you're trying to sing on the drums and then you're, the sound guy's like, no, we're going to pick up the cymbals, so I don't want to give you a mic. And it's like, well. I, I'm the I singer. Sing, I sing half the songs, dude. <laughs> I hate that. Any sound guy that ever has said, like, any. Like, I, I did sound last night. I did sound last night. So yeah. I show up. There's a sound. The band has a board. So I'm like, set your board up. We'll run and line out into our board. And then I'll run my one man band into channel two and I'll run the guy that's doing his own tracks in channel three. And then three of the four bands will have a sound check and we won't have to do a check in between. Yeah. And we don't need space between bands because we can literally, I turn off, I move my board, other band goes up, turns on. Yeah. So I had a good setup. We sound checked three of the bands at the beginning of the show. So there was no sound changes except for equipment removal required in the middle. Yeah. Is that a good way to run it? Fucking right. It is. It's almost like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was pretty happy with myself, you know, and as a sound guy, you can't be the jealous asshole musician type that sees a good band or some guy shows up with a big pedal board with a bunch of expensive equipment or expensive stuff and you're just like... <sighs> <laughs> they just want to... They make a big fucking... Look at all this stuff. Why are you here? If this boy... That frustrates you, then go home. Yeah. Watch House and go to bed like I wanted to do, but no, I'm here playing. Like, fuck off with that. I don't get the sound guy that's like... You have a double kick? Well, what am I going to do? I only have one kick. Put a 58 on the second one, you fucking bitch. Just do it and then add some bass and kill the mids and the fucking kick drum mic. It'll sound the fucking same. Am I the only person that's ever... Yeah, you know you've gotten that. You, yeah. The reason you're laughing so hard is because you've gotten that. Yeah. We have two guitar players. Oh, yeah? Do you, who's who's lead? Oh, we both play leads. <laughs> Right? How do you know you got it? Those exact fucking words. Yeah. We both play these. 
Yeah. We're Avenged Sevenfold. Who, who's your lead singer? Oh, we both have. Yeah. Lead. And we're like, <sighs> yeah. Every time we're doing this, by the way, the headphones are coming off. They're getting slammed on the table. And we're doing a very elaborate shake of our body because we're just so frustrated with all of this bullshit. Like, I t- you have a fucking job to do. That's what you're there if to do. If your day job at Petro isn't gratifying enough, then quit it so that this one is more gratifying because I can't make you oh, happy. Now you're telling off the sound guy? <sighs> right? That's the thing. If you say, if you say anything that's a sound guy, could you just do your job? Yeah, what? <sighs> I don't. This attitude. And now you, because you've said something, your sound will suck. He will purposefully make you sound like butt fucks yeah. all night. How, how did how did my drum set all of a sudden sound like fucking Metallica snare? How did that happen? Uh, how did yeah? Sound guy, blast beats. Sorry. Anyways, I just I yeah I'm with <laughs> fucking sound guys, man. Cancer of the planet. Oh man. But not me. I was like, <laughs> I like how I I get that rap. Not me. <laughs> I'm a good sound guy. So I, I, I was, uh, you know, and while the bands were playing, I go up and I'm like, can you hear everything? And they do two songs. One song is like, can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can hear my vocal, but it's it's loud. Okay. What do you think? Can I cut mid out or high? Like, I don't want to c- turn you down so you can't hear yourself. Cut the mid and we'll talk. Cut the mid, come back. How did that? Nah, I didn't do shit. Cut the low. Perfect. Now I can fucking hear myself. All right. Took us two songs. That's a sound guy. I'm not mad because Matt's set was better than mine or had a cooler song or people were more into it or there were more people there. None of that. None of that. I'm there to make it sound good. Anyways, I don't get... (laughs) If you're there at a show, your goal should be to make the night... Not to be better than the other bands. That competition shit when we were kids when they were like, oh, it's a competition. You got to bring your friends and sell tickets. Ah, you guys are on competition. You say, you guys aren't friends. You say, you shouldn't be a friend. You say, everybody makes their own money. What what decade were you playing shows in? 1926 was actually my first show. But you know what? My point is is that they kind of pitted us against each other as youngins. And it's, it's not about... Competition, it's about community. Yeah. I've said that. That's a Emerson Ireland line. He used to say that when he ran his open mics on Mondays, and I, I took it to heart. I'm sure it's not his line specifically, but I, I, I he's the first guy that said it that I went, I feel you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be competitive. I, I mean, I obviously want to see what people are doing and try and be like on that level. But like you say, it should get you hard to play with good players, not yeah. not mad. So we, just before we end, uh, we talked. Jesus Christ, two, two hours, ten minutes? Yeah. Where'd the fucking time go? So we just, uh, we talked about this a little bit before when we uh, mentioned Tom DeLong. I wanted to bring up, uh, with age, everybody's voice changes, and you'll hear people struggle. So if you listen to uh, Vince. Struggle! If you listen to Vince Neal. Oh, Bum. my God. The video of him trying to sing Kickstart Dude. My Heart. <laughs> Give me the best <laughs> invitation. Wait <laughs> So, okay, so then you listen to that, and it's like, holy fuck. But then you listen to a song that was uh, written recently, specifically for the movie The Dirt. The song, The Dirt, it's a lot slower. It sounds modern, uh, like modern-day music. It's not like the 80s thrash fucking rock that, uh, that they were originally going for. But, like... You, you can hear him sing everything. Give me the dirt. Just give me the dirt. Just give me what I want until it hurts. It's like, oh, okay. And you'll hear you the go. same thing with Tom. You'll hear, you'll, you'll hear Tom do his, oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Ba-da, 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 oh, 
Oh, do do the mess we started. You'll hear him. On those songs, you're right. And then he'll go to do what's my, or sorry, he'll go to do all the small things and he'll suck a dick. Well, yeah, because somewhere along the lines, he decided to stop enunciating words and just like, my yeah, like it's, why would I do that? But there's a perfect, can you at least admit to me that there's a perfect era of Tom when he had that emo rasp of the, we need a girl that I can train. Yeah. But, but he hadn't quite gotten to, where are you? Wasn't yeah. there yet. Yeah. It was right in the middle. We were right in the middle. Oh, take, and off, I, take off your pants and, and jacket. that's it, is one my, of my friend. Favorite. That is fucking it. Reckless Abandon, online yeah. songs, first date, anthem part two. That, Stories it was, of a lonely guy. Very, that perfect da da da. Da da da. Da, da, da. I love that fucking part. <laughs> I've looked for them da, playing da, da, da. What, what, What's that line he says? I, I talk, What's the line he says in Story of a Lonely Guy? When, the, when Mark's doing the backup vocal and he goes, he's like, I tried my best or something like that. I can't remember now. It's going to kill me during the da-da-da. 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 Uh, I can't even think of it right now. <laughs> you know the line? Yeah, Anyways, yeah. that yeah, that's a great, you're right. That's the epitome of, of what Tom's vocal line, killing it. Yeah. Uh, stay together. Stay together. Oh, stay together for the kids. Always one of my, you know, so here's your holiday. That rasp, yeah. but still kind of enjoy it this time. Oh you know, God. still got that, 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 Did that t- the, Tom uh, part, that O's and I's The MTV series where Travis Barker took on that, the, uh, the yeah, other drummer the, the, there. Dr- yeah. And it's like, and then they're playing it and you hear the double kick come in at the end of it. And like, you see Tom fucking like, like yeah. getting into it. And it's like, why didn't they do, why didn't he do this before? Oh, because he's trying to show up the, the person that, they brought onto the show, like what? <laughs> it was kind of interesting. Yeah, I did like that. That is a cool series. Yeah. But uh, in regards to singers that have also changed with age, we mentioned Axl Rose. Him too. Uh, he's obviously gained some weight, so his lung capacity isn't necessarily there for holding notes. Gotta in. leave all that space for the burgers. Well, okay, I'm not. I'm not going there because, like, I, I'm the same way. And like, even when I listen to older, <laughs> you sing better than Axel does now. Even buddy. when I listen to like older songs that I that I had, I'm like, okay, I'd struggle to hit that range. I have to go a little lower. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that too, even with me. But, um, I think that you, the difference though with you is that like if you, um, quit your job tomorrow and did a tour, I think you'd be just as good as you were when you were 25 in a month. If you were singing every day and it was your job, I think yeah. you. I think you get it all back. I think it's just working and staying up late and just life. I think it's just you become a human and you don't. You know, when you're young, it's such a priority to sing every day. Do you sing every day? No. No. Ma- no. I mean, there are days you drive to work in that journey silent. <laughs> but when you were 20, did you ever? Ever drive to work in the silence? Never. No. The music was up and you were fucking yelling with it. Even yeah. if it was 6 a.m. on a fucking Monday and you were so, hungover, you were singing. Now you're 40, you get in the car, you drink your coffee, and you stare out the fucking hole that you poked through the, the frost in the window, and you just drive to work in the yeah. quiet. So I don't know if I've told this story before, but at work, uh, working in the mausoleum with an assistant who's terrified of the environment that we're in because he knows there's dead people in the walls, uh, he's literally, on, so he's on the upper floor. I'm on the lower floor and I'm listening to <laughs> zombified, uh, popular monster, popular monster. Yeah. Something, something. <laughs> hit. Oh yes. You, I think you told me the story. Yeah. Tell, tell a story. Tell so, it. so he's, uh, you, you got to the bridge, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, or actually, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, that, that part. The bridge. So, so every yeah. single fucking day, yeah, so I he, get closer to the grave. Da-da. Yeah. Something so, about so he's, he's walking around, work, working again. around uh, the stairs on the top floor, and I'm on the lower floor working around the stairs, and I start screaming, every single fucking day, I get closer to the grave. <laughs> and, he's, like, and he's doing his, yeah, yeah, and you're giving like, it. And he's like, Mark? Mark? <laughs> Mark? And he comes down, he taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, Oh, uh, it sounded like there was a fucking demon down here, dude. I was like, oh, it's just me singing along. <laughs> singing Sorry, along to I have uh, issues. <laughs> and not the corn album. <laughs> Although I did have that too. <laughs> Actually, but isn't that a joke? I have issues. That was my favorite joke as a kid. I'd say, man, I've got issues. And some would say, it's my favorite record too. Because it was a pretty big record for us at the time. That was the moment falling away from me on oh, it, yeah. I think. Uh, that's actually one of my favorite Offspring songs. Oh man, she's got issues and I'm oh yeah, gonna from pay. Americana, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, she's got issues and I'm gonna pay, gonna pay, gonna pay. I did uh, pretty fly for a white guy last uh, night. I did, cool. which you've heard me do before, <laughs> and I got dude. It was pretty cool. The the give it to me, baby. How many? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got back the whole bar. Yeah. Bartender, everybody yelling it at me. I love that. <laughs> I usually do it third or fourth, and I and I look out at the crowd like, are, are, do people care? And if they don't, I skip it because I don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> but then I've only skipped it once the yeah, whole time. It's like, <laughs> give it to me, baby. Dead silence. Dead silence. All right, on to the next one. <laughs> All right. right, just kill that. Pe- <laughs> uh, and we're gonna do what's my age again. <laughs> That is another episode in the banks. 53 in the banks. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Be sure to check out www.theshotpod.com. With a zero. That's right. <laughs> also, che- And check <laughs> us out on Spotify. Apple Music. YouTube. iHeartRadio. Google. Amazon Music. Rumble. We're also on this really cool thing called YouTube. I hear, I think it's going to take off. Check it out. There's a little bell. You can subscribe. I don't know. People might start watching it.